Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Old Moon Podcast, episode 25. See, it never you happened. It. You see how that works? <laughs> it never happened. You just cut it, it out. Never just happened. cut it out. That's right. We cut it in post. <laughs> Only the live audience gets to know. All right. Uh, I am your host of Blue Squadron, joined, of course, uh, with my co host, Jay Kuhn. Hi, I'm Jay Kuhn, VT And I'm an awakening with some main with 760 gear score. I do a lot of endgame PvE content such as Olin's, the Dungeons, and Ulikita. And welcome to the Old Moon Node Warcast episode 25. Spoilers! Spoilers, bro. I didn't know what we were going to talk about yet. Uh, I mean, (laughs) oh my gosh. All right, and Diltus. Hello, I'm Tiltus TV. Uh, I am the flex lead slash shot caller for Solace. I play Dark Knight. I have played Dark Knight for the last six years of my life. Please, somebody come save me. Um, and I uh, enjoy the bunch of PVPs, and we're going to have a good topic tonight that I'm going to be very passionate about because, you know, JR spoiled it, you know. I don't know what you're talking am This is going to come from left field right now. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. The newly announced Node War changes have come out, and boy, oh boy, does it have the entire community astir. Um, I feel very strongly about some of the changes, so I'm curious to see what you two think about it. Um, Tiltus, I know you've read through the patch notes like three or four times, just like I have. Why don't you walk us through what they're changing about Node Wars? Yeah, so I think the most, um, probably the most important change that we're getting is probably the the applications that you have to make to do node wars on certain nights now um so reading through the patch notes that i have gotten and through google translate it sounds like now there is going to be a limited number of forts available for every node your guild is going to apply to that node and if there is an open spot you will get the open spot and your base placement will be random through a set number of available placements that are on that node so no longer placing your own fort you just apply to the node and you get a random base placement um and then once you have been approved for the node there will be a period i'm assuming an hour before node or where you're going to go build the base um and then after that node will, will start that is kind of what i've been gathering from this and i believe their intention was to prevent drop alliances which may or may not happen we will see um and uh to allow specifically i believe the lower tier nodes um to be able to drop freely and not have to worry about running into what we call the zerg alliances of five and six skills all dropping together on the same node um, and being able to place next to one another um that's i think the biggest change and then we're getting uh they're shuffling around the zones so we'll be node warring on different zones for your tiers and then also they're increasing the number and giving us more options uh, for higher number nodes across the board um, especially in the tier one uh what's going to be tier two tier one and tier two which is going to be t1 intermediates and t1 beginners um, so that is good because I know that for a while T1 guilds have been asking to have some higher capped nodes from time to time to be able to work towards that. Um, and the mix up a different node war zones is always good because uh, it gets stale really fast. So, um, Blue, I, I we'll start with Jay. Jay, what are your thoughts on <laughs> Jay, applying as- to a node and just having it give you a random location on the node to build your fort at? <laughs> as a PVE Lord, Jay, what's your take well, on it? 
I mean, I have participated in Node Wars before. I did mm-hmm. give it a chance before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're literally notorious. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I do remember there were certain nodes, well, like certain placements of forts that were just really annoying to fight against and also defend against and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so perhaps that would be more helpful for preventing that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I definitely <laughs> He's agree like, that's with that. what I've got. I got nothing else. <laughs> I I definitely agree. I think that is a very good point about this node word change. Yep, you're um, welcome. Blue, I, mm-hmm. I'm curious. Let's start with just the uh, random base placements. What do you think? Oh, dude, I think that it depends, dude. I Do you trust the developers to place your base for you? Do you think that the developers know better than I do or better than you do what peg to place the fort on for that particular location? Right? Like I I don't know, like I my answer is is hell no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hell no. There is mm-hmm. not a chance that they know how to play Node War better than the experienced Node War players like Cass builds our base in our and our guild, there is not a chance that I mm-hmm. trust them to actually know where the good pl- like places to build their base are. My guess is that their idea of a good node war fort is we're going to place it in a field. Mm-hmm. It's completely open on all sides, and there's going to be no terrain advantage or anything. And on paper, that might sound good, but I'm going to tell you right now, people got tired of Navern's step in like, three months of basically all we could do was node war on Navern step. And that's all it was. You're just placing your, your base in the middle of a field and there's really nothing else to it. Um, and I, I don't know. I think it's probably going to take a lot of the dynamic out of the game. I think the bigger problem is that you have random guilds, uh, being thrown in a lottery for each thing, but let's, let's stay focused on the, uh, on the placements. How do you feel about the placements? So my biggest concern with the placements is in zones that are in Balanos and zones that are in kind of the middle section of Madaya where there's heavy safe zone action all around. You already know there are going to be base placements in those areas that just get completely cucked by having a safe zone too close to them. You'll have one RNG guild that will have a safe zone nowhere near them. And then you'll have one guild that'll be like 50 meters from a safe zone. It'll be like, well... It is what it is. But the developers know where to build it, Tiltus. That won't happen. And then my other thing is, is that (laughs) you you already know there's going to be placements that you occasionally get, which is just going to have a big-ass rock next to it. There's too many big-ass rocks in this game for you to not have one base that's just like... If you get this base, you just lose because now there's archers and, and rangers and, and wizards and witches standing on your rock, raining down on you for the entirety of your node war. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, I don't trust them at all. The only way I trust them to make these decisions are to come into the Nodawar, um discords that exist. I'm sure they exist in the other regions as well. And say, hey, we need the responsible people that run these servers to tell us where is okay to place a base, where are the cancer spots that we need to remove, and where are safe zones that are just going to be absolutely obliterating. Like, if you go, if you get that spot, you're just going to get obliterated in like two seconds. Um, and I don't Could think they just that... not remove face safe zones? No, safe zones like, are active. Of course. In war. Of course. Could the... they just not remove them? Of course, it, they're not going to remove them. I. Yeah, we have yeah. asked for them you to remove goofball. safe zones for 
I don't even want to think about how long we've Silly asked them safe zones during the war. <laughs> there, um, there are so many safe zone on Balanos Siege that you actually, mm -hmm. there's, like, you place your fort and you're just in the center of three safe zones. So if you don't yep. say no safe zone abuse before the fight, the fight is basically over before it starts because the developers don't know how to disable safe zones. Or Ooh. they could just give us Serendia Siege. It's a crazy idea. Crazy um, idea. I think... I think everybody was hype about Balano Siege. I think Balano Siege was... I'm glad it came back, but I think it was implemented poorly. I think there was a lot of modifications they should have made to Balano Siege before giving it to us, and I know that the Western uh, audience got Balano Siege and the Eastern audience didn't because we needed it. Um, that being said, that it needs massive changes to be a, a good siege zone. Um, so I looking at Balanos, and I'm I'm just hoping that they were like, okay, NA is screaming so loudly. Here is the siege. You can have it back. Um, and that with these notable changes, they're actually going to fix a lot of the issues that we have. Because if they don't fix the issues that we have, um, it's going to be it, there's going to be nodes where nobody drops because it's just like the risk of getting an RNG safe spot or RNG you know massive rock next to your base is just going to outweigh even wanting to go to the zone. So I, I do think there will be dead zones. I well not because well my understanding is it's not going to be dead zones. It's going to be I don't think that people are going to be as scared as the, of the spot as they are the lottery pool that you have to put in for. So it's my mm. understanding that like, okay, if we want to drop on a tier three note on Wednesday, we we just tell the game, hey, we want to go into the T3 lottery, right? Mm -hmm. And then the game randomly chooses which node you're going to go to and where your base is going to be. I was under the impression it was you pick the node, it chooses the spot on the node. No, not so as you... far as I'm aware. Um, oh, although who that's knows? That's going to make it so much worse. Doesn't it make it so? Although like, honestly, like it's, it avoids this, this, I, I think the reason that they're trying to do that, if that's the way that it works, because it's kind of speculation. People have actually tried to go on the global labs. Can <laughs> I get to that in a second? People have tried to go on the global labs to test this, but the problem is there's not really any node wars on the global labs, right? So, like, putting mm -hmm. this on the global labs is really just to see. It's not so that they can play test for bugs or anything. For like, maybe it is for like bit like some of the bigger bugs that they can test. But like, really, what this is is we're gonna put this on the global labs and see how the community reacts. And if they're okay with it, we're gonna push it to live. Is usually how this works. Um, and so like, I think that the reason that they might do this is where you like you just put in for a random lotto on a node, and then it just drops you in a random spot on a random node. Uh, of your choosing, like of like your tier of your choice, uh, is to avoid exactly what you just said, where people are just avoiding certain nodes uh, because they might get the RNG horrendous spot, like Basham Base. Like, oh my god. What are they even going to do for Basham Base? Like, there's so many different... Um, I think Tiltus may have crashed. Batteries, he's... No, 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 oh no. My I'm, gosh. Reading. I'm reading. I'm you reading. held that face so I'm literally well. Reading. I'm reading I the actually thought that your camera crashed. <laughs> <laughs> that was unreal. I'm reading, that was bro. crazy. Read. Don't call so, me out. <laughs> Jay, what do you think about it, like, choosing random nodes with random spots? Do you think it's better to choose the random node, random spot? Mm -hmm. Or do you think it's better if you could pick your own node? Well, I do think random represents BDO very well. And so <laughs> oh, no. maybe this is the way it goes. <laughs> I, I will say <laughs> that leadership cores everywhere are up tremendous. 
Oh yeah. You're oh, a yeah. tremendous. There's no more politics. There's no more base placement. There's no more. Oh, I gotta go rip the fort. I gotta do it. mainly because there are no more node wars. You know what I mean? It's way easier. <laughs> this is so much easier now, dude. Running a PvP guild is a joke. We can all just pretend to dodge each other. Um, like I, I don't think it's fun that you can pick like a tier three node and then and like go into the lottery and then just end up with Cho. Mm -hmm. and like chose in a better base position so this effectively like the the biggest thing that i think people are worried about is this effectively kills um like the community setup fights and that mm -hmm. is like 90 percent mm -hmm. of node wars if, I, if i'm being honest like there there are no such thing as like okay every once in a while you'll get like a natural drop and people will find each other without malicious intent and have a good fight but mm -hmm. most of the time when people naturally drop on a node, one guild is very significantly stronger than the other, and it's a complete bulldoze. For example, mm -hmm. this past mm -hmm. Sunday, we dropped on Saucens, as we typically would do on a Sunday, um, and Crawling Chaos had decided that, okay, well, they figured out um, other guilds were on their original node so that they were going to drop Saucens, and then uh, I had every one of the members of my guild praying the rosary before we died at 23 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, as oh. we just got absolutely bulldozed um so like i don't know that's usually how it works and there's no like natural fights nobody wants to 1v1 and what this is gonna do is it's just gonna force everybody to 1v1 like i think that their system is actually like because again this this seems like a reversion to like the old system where you had to attack an adjacent node right mm -hmm. and you basically had to 1v1 every fight uh, unless like everyone, it was like ridiculously hard. Everybody had to rip and nobody had to own a node prior. And then everyone had to be adjacent and then everyone had to place their forts. It was a, it was obnoxious. Nobody wanted that system anyway. They did away with it. And now it feels like, again, we're taking a step toward this. Um, the only other pro that I can even think of is, okay, well, there's no more sniping, but I'll be honest with you. That's not a pro. That's not a pro. How is Solus? gonna qualify if you guys want to go to siege how are you gonna qualify for siege by going in for a lottery and constantly running into turbulence or constantly running into show or constantly running into corrupt what, the, what are you gonna do you don't get to qualify anymore it's called uh dst which stands for uh dick sucking theory i love you... that guy in league of legends <laughs> i know i love that that's right that's true that's how you get qualifications if you're not super strong. That's crazy. <laughs> Gosh, Can you explain I, that theory to me someday? Yeah, yeah Jay, you it's where you stick um, another man's <laughs> we, uh, wing wong uh, into your mouth repeatedly. Um, oh. But don't use your teeth, okay, Jay? Um, but like, okay. I mean, you were notorious. You should know, if I'm being honest. Um but like, I, all right. So, Tiltus, how do you, how do you, like, how do you feel about like the lottery system? So, I, I don't, I, I see where you could get the context that it's just a lottery system. Like, you sign up for a, hey, I want to do a uh, thirty man on Wednesday, and then there's two thirty man T twos or what's going to be T threes. Oh, by the way, that was something I kind of skimmed over in the intro. T1 beginners, T1 intermediates do not oh, exist anymore. We they will become T1s and T2s, and that will be your block that you can play in mm -hmm. if you are a T1, T1 guild, a current T1 guild. And then T3, T4, and T5 will be the remaining tiers as well. They just did away with the nomenclature of beginner and intermediate. That's whatever. 
uh, that's fine. It, it, it doesn't really change anything. You can get rid but... of the, de the decaying health, right? That That's still in the game as far as we're I'm assuming that's still in the game. Oh, there's thank God. We all love notes. that. Yeah, there's nothing in the patch notes to say that they're doing away with that. So, um, but I'm, I, I don't know. Because, like, some of these don't even have, like, like on the T, like on Tuesday on what they're calling stage three T, what's currently T2s, you have Irie Wasteland on Tuesday, which is a 40 man. You have Lava Cave, which is a 55 man. Mm -hmm. You cannot lottery for those two. Like, yeah, can. I cannot be put into a lottery for that. I do not have 55 players that well, I can bring to Lava Cave. I that's can bring what 40 Ruth players. was concerned about when he yeah. tested it. I can bring 40 players to Ivory, but I there's no way I can bring 55 players to Lava Cave. And yeah. if I get Lava Cave, then it's like... It's over. Oh, okay. I bring 40 players and... Hope it's we, Midnight Boss. We hope, yeah, we hope that we hit 100 deaths, kills or kill a base or something, you know? Um, like, so I just don't see how... Like, some of these days they could lottery. Like, Thursday's 240 mans. Friday's 255 mans. Sunday's 270 man. Um So, like... I could say, oh, sorry, this is a T3s. Um, I could see how, like, those days could be lottery, but I, my understanding and what I hope they implement is that you just sign up for a lottery for the node and it gives you a spot on the node, and the nodes are limited to so many bases on that node, and it's first come, first serve. You know, if you want to do a Monday, you sign up for the Monday, you lock your spot in, and the the base gets dropped, you know, wherever. And then they get rid of safe zones, you know, and they fix everything that we already talked about. Um, so it are they getting rid of safe zones or is it just offhand? Of okay. No, I was no, like, why would you saying, All right, if they I... fix that? I mean, maybe some of these war zones will be better, but um, like Wednesday for T uh, for what's currently T2s is going to be Northern Plains of Serendia, which is a fantastic war zone. It does have a couple of safe zones, but, but you know, besides that, it's a fantastic war zone, which is a 40 man. And then your other one is Pilgrim Sanctuary Obedience, which is a sixty man. I can't go lottery for that. We'll just kill. We'll just kill Wednesdays entirely if that's, well, that's the case. Because like, well, that's my point is that like like, like they no don't thanks. want they don't want people necessarily choosing what node they're going to. They just want you to have to just be like, okay, well, this is the one we got, so this is where we have to go. Yeah, that's horrible. Like yeah, I like I think that that's miserable. Even if it's not that way, and you have to sign up for the node. What happens if there's not enough spots? Yeah. Okay, well, then now you're then, just doomed again, yeah, right? Then you just don't get to war that day, or you yeah. have to go to the higher number node. How does that um, even work? Do you just have, do you sit there? Is there like a set time where the GM has to just sit there and like like spam, like sign up for the, the lottery? Yep. Because otherwise you won't get a spot because that's what it's going to come down to is yep. where all of the GMs are sitting there at the, like, the refresh time, yep. and they're at all just spamming the, the lottery ticket so that they yep. can get into that node. Now, again, it makes more sense to me that they would just um, allow you to put in a lottery. It's like, ah, oh, we want to do for a T2 on Wednesday. Okay, well, then you put in a lottery for any T2 node on Wednesday. I, I don't see how it could work the other way. Um, otherwise, you just everyone's just going to lotto for the same and, stuff. Yeah, and if that happens, it, it's just going to kill Node Wars, oh. to be honest. Oh, this whole change is, is going to... Yeah. I am not a doom and gloom person. I'm very... I typically am very positive about the direction that the developers choose to go uh, with their game. And this direction is extremely concerning to me. Mm -hmm. um, as someone that's done Node Wars a really long time, and typically I'm... You know, I end up being... Uh, I stream a lot of my node work content, right? So like mm -hmm. people look at my node work content. Um, 
and I do Fun Day Mondays all the time, and I anal I break down and analyze all of these fights every single week, I don't really know how this makes Node Wars any better. I think that this kills every fight for the week because you have random random guilds dropping. So you have Digi matched up with um, Reforged, and then you have Fate fighting Cho instead of Digi and Cho fighting and Fate and Reforged fighting like they mm -hmm. wanted to, right? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, like, you, you can't take away the community's power to really do this and then you're like oh well we could just set up like a, ultimately what's going to happen is the community is still going to try and take control of it so you're going to roll a lottery mm -hmm. everyone's going to talk to each other and tell each other where they are and then they're going to try to set up fights anyway but the problem is because you're on random base placements that's going to suck right like you, you can't it'll you be, like, it, it'll what it'll devolve to is it'll devolve to one hour before war you reach out to everybody and you go hey i'm on the western part of the node who's over here they go, okay, I'm allying with you and you, and then you guys are on the eastern side, so you guys get these three, and now we're going to fight. That's what hey, it's going to devolve to. Yeah, but the problem is it's like the eastern side got Digital Cho corrupt, and the western yeah. side got Fate reforged and fucking turbulent. You know, like, yeah. wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay, east versus west. Here we go. Yeah, Looks fine exactly. to me. Yep. You know, like, it's, yep. that's rough. You know what I mean? Like, that, like that's kind of rough. And I just, I think it takes away all of, like, like, you know, politics is a pain in the ass, but it's all we have in mm. the Node War scene. That's what makes Node Wars fun is uh, people are mindlessly investing thousands of hours. Thank you, Trini. Um, into doing politics and setting up fights and stuff like this. Um, but, like, without the politics, Node Wars die. The bottom line is, like, there's no fights that are actually good. Honestly, as a, um, as a shot caller, I'm up tremendous. I don't ever have to shot call again, as far as I'm concerned. We just got, we just, we drop show again. It's too bad. All right. I'm wrapping it up for the evening. Yep. That's it. I've done that arc. It's not fun. Yeah. It really is not yeah, fun. Yeah, that's it. All right. Um, some people are saying F politics. Um, uh, those are people that really just don't understand how our current node war and siege system actually work. Uh, currently, yeah. in order to actually get a fight, guilds have to plan in advance uh, who is going to drop on what node, what side they're going to drop on, uh, and what the teams are going to be. What most yep. people feel that politics are, when you say politics, be like, oh, it's a set-up fight, it's planned, who's going to win? No, really, what they're doing is they're balancing the team so that the fight can be better. No one really mm. knows who's going to win. It's up to either side to win the thing. No one's just going to typically uh, get the node. Every once in a while, that does happen because they need to qualify for Siege, but nobody really cares but like typically what you're doing when we say we're doing politics is we are balancing the teams so that the fight is as good as it possibly can be mm -hmm. right and if we cannot do that you end up with guilds with massive gear discrepancies or massive skill discrepancies and guilds just not like the fights will completely collapse people will stop coming to node wars and the worst part is it will it, it will kill siege too mm -hmm. guilds will literally not be able what if okay what if a guild like Corrupt finds Cho four, day, four days in a row? Right? Yep. What if they find Cho four days in a row? What are they supposed to do? Right? Like, like I, it, what if what if it got... And I just used uh, two strong guilds as an example, but like the weak guilds or the mid-tier guilds, mm -hmm. um, not necessarily weak guilds, but like mid-tier guilds are never going to be able to qualify for Siege. The only I chance... Mean, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, okay, now Fate or Forest or Solace is looking for a Siege qual, but they drop against Cho, Digi, and Corrupt four out of five nights that they have available right. to them to get a qual. And it's like, okay, and well, those three guilds need qualifications for correct. their Siege. Yeah. But now I'm fucked, and now these other three guilds are all also trying to get their qualifications as well so it's like it's going to be 
it's a very heavy-handed change to try to fix the intro to node wars i think a lot of this a lot of this text that they're talking about is trying to prevent what we called in t1s the the virgin what was it the turbo virgin zerg alliance or whatever where it was like six or seven guilds that would all drop together they'd wipe the node and then they would fuck around for an hour and then they would hand it off to somebody I get that, and I get why why that could be kind of uh, a daunting thing to go against in T1s, but the bottom line is is that you have to learn not only how to PvP in BDO, you also have to learn how to politic in BDO. If you want to do PvP, you have to learn how to do it. You have to either get another Turbo Zerg Alliance to fight the one that's existing, or you have to get in on the setup fights. You have to talk to people. It's yep. like one of the very few things in the game that is forced it socialization. It forces you to be yes, social with the other talk. guilds, correct. But Blue and I wouldn't know each other if we hadn't that is been forced to correct. socialize. You yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't know Dots if I hadn't been forced to socialize. There's a lot of really good people that I know through the game because I had to reach out to them and say, hey, I'm trying to fight. You know, what's the fight, you know? Yep. Um, the other fun thing is, like, <clears throat> beef fights. When oh, those are never I, happening anymore. Yeah, they'll never happen in this one. But one of my favorite things to do is, like, I had somebody threaten to Zerg me, like, a couple of weeks ago. And I went, okay. And I brought my own Zerg. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, okay, let's fight then, you know? Like, that kind of stuff. And if you, if, you just, if you just RNG it, then it just, none of that content ever happens anymore. We had a really good arc for, like, two or three weeks where we were just, like, hounding people, you know? And we were having good fights after good fights after good fights. Because... They wanted to fight us, and we wanted to fight them, but it was always the threat of, like, what's who's going to bring the bigger number? So eventually it just, you know, devolved into, we'll bring three, and you guys bring three, and we'll just duke it out, you know, for Correct. three weeks. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. I don't like RNG in this game. There's already too much of it, and adding it to Node Wars, if yeah. it is, like, I'm just signing up for Tuesday, and Tuesday's the war that I'm going to do it's it's over it's over i could see it at least existing if you could do you know okay well fate solace and reforged all go to tuesday night you know bash and base or whatever the heck it is you know and we're gonna fight on that note and we'll just deal with the random placements that we get at least then it like still exists and it's like okay now i can bring at least a couple of people i know there's gonna be a number one i know there's gonna be a fight that's happening there number two you know at least i know it's people around my strength level that i can fight um so I don't, it's really heavy-handed. They've been doing a lot of heavy-handed PvP I, changes this lately. Is just, this just strikes me. The Node Wars scene, I felt, was actually doing well. Mm-hmm. I'm being honest. Like, the Node Wars have, are better than they have ever been. And mm-hmm. honestly, the politics weren't even, like... Yes, people are, like... that. The politics are... Eh, that You're always going to struggle sometimes to set up fights some week because some guilds are struggling and some aren't. But, like, um, on the whole... Node Wars are actually doing pretty well. To make a change like this that that sweepingly goes through the entire Node Wars system and then to say it's to help new players get into Node Wars, this doesn't help new players get into Node Wars. This kills Node Wars across the board. Not only is it less social, right? You, you're forcing guilds not to interact with each other at all outside Except of their own the fight, guild. Which right? we've already discussed is Except, a bad thing. Which is a toxic... Yeah, which is more of a toxic thing. Um, you're also going to have... Um, essentially no fighting is actually going to happen because there's so much strength discrepancy between these different guilds it's just over like if if two two like 
Digi and Cho are on node. It's Digi, Cho, and Reforged on node three times out of the week. Okay, well, those two have to take the node the first two days of the week. And then mm-hmm. then we're it's then it's like, hey guys, could we please? I know you're gonna farm us the third time too, which by the way feels amazing. But like, can we have the node so that we can siege this week? That feels terrible. Mm-hmm. That's awful, dude. It, like you effectively r- remove uh mid-tier siege guilds from pvp unless they get lucky yep unless they just flat out get lucky and like it also means that you basically have to join the lottery like every night because you have to increase your odds that you're going to get a good row (laughs) or this is going to completely ruin what they want what if all the mid-tier guilds that can't get quals from the siege guilds just go to t1s to get their quals because they know they can stop that, all the people I was that one are of the t1s points, and get that, their nodes that is the point that i was going to go to next is that like they increase the cap for t1s i'm so sorry but the only option that is going to be there is for people like the mid-tier guilds to move down to t1s to make mm-hmm. sure that they can secure that node and then the t1 guilds don't actually get to fucking play the game yep like that like that's that's awful but like that's what's going to happen like, I'm not saying that's necessarily what Reforged is going to have to do, but, like, man, somebody's going to have to do that. What the heck are you going to do? Drop set, drop on a 70-man node with 35 people? Yep. Like, what are you supposed to do? Um, Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And then a lot of people are talking about how, oh, in Siege, we just hate the politics of handing off the castle. The, the vast majority of the time, Siege politics is not about handing off castles. That is an outdated way, like, 2019, 2021 way of thinking that really doesn't happen as much anymore with the cap siege the cho alliance versus the br alliance dissolving and going away uh there's not like this rotation of castles every week anymore it's every single region is trying to set up the best fight they can with the guilds that are on region but the Mm -hmm. two of the regions usually don't have a fight at all and then the other two typically do have a fight pretty basically every week uh and now those fights are going to dissolve because there's going to be if even one or two guilds like say equilibrium that fails to qualify for the week or mm-hmm. reforged fails to qualify for the well now you can't balance the team and siege is ruined mm-hmm. right like now you like legitimately can't even siege because there's only like it's corrupt crawling and barrage and like you have no way of balancing three guilds right like it's just it's miserable i i don't know where they're going with this is a terrible change we cannot get this like, I think that it's honestly, it's good for leaderships because you essentially don't have to do anything anymore. You just click join the lottery and then it's over. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're done. And and that's great and everything. But again, there's no more fights. Yeah. I think the other thing that like potentially could be good. Here's the good things that could come out of this. No more cancer bases, which is great. I don't think anybody likes having the ultimate edge because they picked you one base on the node that it's just like impossible to push or fighting against it um so that could potentially be good but you could just fix that by removing the available packs for that correct done like we love miramak ruins because we have a rat that pulls open you know time.gg or whatever it is and waits for the tick to roll over and then picks the cancer base spot every week you know we like that because hey we have such an edge on everybody else now because you can't get to our base um but you could just fix that by removing those pegs and now it doesn't matter anymore now i can't place there anyways um So, like, it's really heavy-handed, and I feel like this is very heavy-handed maybe towards Korea where you're getting the Lost Ark players that are, like, trying to exist because that's why we got a lot of the PvP patches in the past was because you had an influx of Lost Ark players that have no idea what they're doing. BDO players are stiffing them out of being able to enjoy the content. 
but it doesn't work like that in NA. Not bro, even we like never a got the. Bit. Bro, we never got the 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 Guild War changes either. Yeah. I thought that those are going to be great changes. We're like, oh, it's just in time because all these new players will keep playing the game. And then Jay just never brought them to our server. Like at this point, I don't even know if we're ever going to get them. Yeah. Like I actually don't think we're ever going to get the the Guild War changes that that everyone was like. Honestly, it's only for on Korea? the whole, pretty happy about Like They never specified that, so we all thought that we would get them, and it mm. just never happened. Like, we, And as far as I'm aware, it's not plan It's not being planned. Like, I don't see I it on... Somebody, I, I saw somebody from uh, SEA in your chat, and I typically, we get a lot of their patches, like, right after. Did uh, Does anybody know if SEA actually got the Guild War patches the gbg patches usually their patch notes aren't up until right as the podcast is ending so like five minutes before podcast end yeah. um i see somebody saying uh sea is getting it we're getting in the patch today oh the wait the the guild the, war changes the guild guild war changes so i saw something really? about it on reddit earlier that's the only reason i bring it up now i don't think I was... that we're getting it though so it would have so in our announcement for the naeu discord we got added blessing of the morning buffs to black shrine added the margoria pirate fle fleet added silver buffs to ulakita and added an auto complete feature wow. shut up <laughs> <laughs> shut up jay this is not your podcast um added an auto complete feature to the to the central market search um i believe that if we were going to get something big like the the guild war changes that uh <laughs> that they would have told us in the thing. All right, Jay, what do you want to say about that? I just, I couldn't help myself. Jay <laughs> no, spoke I and I just immediately had to put him down. <laughs> no, I, all I said was ocean content. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, because we haven't even gotten to, I'll be honest with you, there's still 24 minutes left and we haven't even touched the annexes yet. So let's let's pivot over to the annexes. How, de okay, I think we can agree that the, those node war changes are just objectively bad. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody except for leadership cores who are like who just don't want to play the game anymore they're like oh this mm -hmm. is great now i don't have an excuse right or now i have an excuse to just not to like oh well guys we just rolled poorly on the lottery show again i guess i'm gonna go play lost Ark. <laughs> or you know like i <laughs> that's too bad um but now there's these annex changes too and i think this is honestly somehow worse so they are removing flame towers and hawatches from T1 node wars. So essentially what you are going to have is recovery centers in a stick. I don't know what they thought was actually happening here. Like, like, what do you think is going to oh, no, happen? No, 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 no. There's no recovery centers on T1s anymore. Oh, that's no. fine because <laughs> they me, won't even, they're just it. spawning town anyway, bro. Let like, me read it word for word. T1 beginners will be getting the fort, barricades, Flag factories and a supply depot. Oh my <laughs> god! That's your it's four annexes so for T1 bad. beginners. It's so T2 bad. T2 intermediates get a fort, barricades, flag factory, a cannon observatory, and a supply depot, and that's it. I know. I new players are struggling to adjust to node wars. What can we do to fix this problem? <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs> Let's remove the flame towers in Hawatches so that they have no defenses. And then the veteran players will be able to farm them on repeat as they spawn at the stick for the 48 full seconds that their fort will be alive because it can't defend itself before they go back to grinding. This is, uh, that's it. Catch it. Send it out. We've you solved it. You know great? So we we skimmed over this. There is a there's a, a paragraph of text, and I'll read it verbatim real quick. 
In addition, in consideration of the fact that the fortress is difficult to deal with many siege goes and occupation wars, <laughs> it is possible to take less damage from cannons before the gate is destroyed so that the defense side can engage in more active battles with the no gate. No way. But T1s don't have the gate, but they get the cannon ob and intermediates. Oh, they get nothing. You get nothing, you lose. You Why know what you get? You, an L. If, That's what you get. If you're going to make it to where if you have a gate, your structures take less damage from cannons, why would you not give T1 Node Wars the gate? Well, hold on. But give them the cannon ob. Do you think that the cannon ob's is going to matter, Tiltus? There's no cannon. There's 30 people <laughs> sitting on your fort. There's no way. There's no way to get them off. I want you to wrap your head around. Okay, guys, we're going to go into this very first node war. We're going to have a lot of fun. Oh, my God. We haven't gotten a single kill in 28 minutes. The fort is, is that dead. What they sound like? It sucks. We're never doing node wars again. So, so Every T1 kill. Not Everyone. only this, but... T1s are getting a 40-man, a 45-man, another 45-man, and a 55-man, but they have no annexes. I'm going to tell so you this right imagine... now. Reforce is going to have a great time on the 55-man. <laughs> That's going to be an empty node. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. On your base with no annexes. Yeah, it's gonna be literally. Yeah, dude, you can't clear them off. I, so here's what I'm going to do, Tiltus. This is the pro strat. You ready? I've got the tech. All right. You spawn in on the 55-man node wars. And by spawn in, I mean, of course, you're waiting just outside the node war zone mm -hmm. because you know exactly where their base is because mm -hmm. it's in a program set location. So you're sitting <laughs> just outside the node war zone in this banger spot. 55 reforged right over the hill. I pop CTG, war CTG, on your fort. We wipe on your fort after dealing about 50% damage to it. I tell everyone to hold their spawn. We all hold our spawns. We all stand up. We take the iframe CTG. Your fort is dead. Two and a half minutes. Speed run. If even. That's it. There's no annexes to defend even. you. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. So to explain this to people that maybe don't know how Node Wars work, Flame Towers and Hawatches are very critical, especially when you are a weaker guild defending against a stronger guild. They're really your only opportunity to defend stronger players because Flame Towers will CC people out of super armor. Okay, and frontal guards. Okay, mm -hmm. so like you have a chance where your players can fight around the flame towers, engage with the whole watch a shot. Maybe they have a four chopping elf. Oh wait, no, did they take the alley away? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why I would consider that um, a thing, <laughs> but like so. Yeah, so like it, you, you've taken the elephant away, the FTs are gone, the whole watch is gone, and so what you have is 30 brand new players spawning in, and there's two types of node war guilds. There's two types of T1 node war guilds. There's the, actually the new and returning player guild who are trying to teach people how to play the game and have new Tuvala players. Uh, and then you have old experienced node war guilds like nerds who have basically veteran players playing in their guild, and their job is to shit on um, the smaller player, or like, like, like the weaker <laughs> player. Like they're here to just eat them like oh my god look at them i'm getting this fat feed on 10 people that don't know what a super armor is and are looking at the wrong monitor you know what i mean like <laughs> they have no idea what the they're stream doing of somebody on the discord monitor and they're exactly like, they're, oh i was watching the discord stream that's not my character like i it, and no I'd, i shouldn't have done nerds dirty like that but like it's it, there's there's guilds like this like stray mm -hmm. used to do this on t1s all the time they mm -hmm. would have been a better example um and so would goon would have been a good example of this as well um but like and honestly that wasn't really all that big of a deal 
because you had FTs, you had whole watches, you could set up fights and you could balance against those those guilds. Mm -hmm. So like those guilds, yeah, were they kind of scummy? Maybe, but like you could balance against them. It wasn't the end of the world to have nerds on your node or to have Stray or Goon on your node, right? Mm -hmm. Like these really strong guilds. Now it is because there's no flame towers. There's no Hawacha. You have no birds. You have no bush um, mm -hmm. to defend you against the power of God. Okay, you know because they're going to you know come and they're even... just going to farm you. And there's nothing your players are going to be able to do about it. So you know what's even better? T2's Delphine oh, yeah, is gone. Go. Yeah, so there's no T2 Elinor 3. We want to prepare guilds for node wars by not require them, requiring them to have an elephant until they hit T3. Super smart. I could see an argument being made for removing the ability to place an elephant nursery on T1s because that is a hurdle. Oh, because it's just every T. True. Yeah. And it one shots everything. You know um, what I mean? It one shots everything with stomp. It's a pain in the ass to make. So if you have one and your enemy doesn't, you automatically win. Correct. Because you just have the elephant. Absolutely. Um, so I could see them making an argument for removing some structures from T1s, the ones that mm -hmm. are difficult, the ones that nobody wants to play. The cannon ob is a great one that could just be removed from T1s. Let the players fight. Take the elephant out. Let the players fight. You know, they don't have to worry about, you know, an elephant running in and, and doing 50% of their fort health in like 30 seconds. Um, but I just, this is so ham-fisted. So, was, okay, it was... well, so let's get off of T1. So T2s has one flame tower, right? Do they get a Huacha? Well, here's the, th uh... No Hawacha. Okay, so just one flame tower that can cover exactly one part okay, well, of the base, the so you're thing, dead just as fast as the T1 the, guilds here's are. Here's the thing about that. Yep. There's no numbers attached to any of these things. It's just the label. Like, if you look at barricade, I know a, a, T, a current T4 is not getting a single barricade to place. Wait, I have really? to assume that... Yeah, there's no numbers attached to these. So I'm assuming if you can place a flame tower, you can place multiple flame towers. If you can place a recuff center, you can place multiple recuff centers, you know, et cetera. I, um, I, I think that I thought that I could have sworn that we had like roots in them go on to the global labs to test this and they could only place one FT on a, on a if, T2. If that is the case, I will literally never touch PVP in this game. Ever and then, and then T3 <laughs> was like, you could place two so FTs already. and then like the T4, you have like the two FTs with their enhanced and with the Hawacha and stuff. Um, yeah. again, the removing annexes from T1, T2, um, is a terrible idea. The fort's already died super fast. So we just buffed the fort health? Yeah. And now... Oh, it, it didn't help. I went to a T1, uh, on Sunday to meme around. We blitzed somebody off the node in two minutes, and they were not we weren't outside of the node war zone we spawned at base we upgraded our shit we scouted you know and it was a it was a two push you know nice. and we were just there we were just there to like mess around we didn't even take the node we we allied somebody ahead of time and said hey we'll give you the node we're just here to you know fuck around and have some fun and this guild wiped and literally we're all riding away from the fort and i go oh we just locked them out for the week it was yep. one of those like moments of it was just like oh shit you know, we kind of actually fucked that goat up like yep. oh, um but this is gonna make it so much i can't i cannot fathom doing a 55 man t1 without flame towers i my brain cannot comprehend do the 60 man t2 good luck big dog <laughs> don't worry you got one ft you'll be fine like what are we thinking and what are we thinking like not only this but they're also increasing the stats on a lot of the nodes too yeah yeah so everyone's gonna be tankier too so here's what's gonna happen the t1s you're gonna have the super experienced players run in half of them are gonna just pull out their axis and the other half are just gonna farm the guild until the fork dies 
and that's just yep. how it's gonna go like and in t2s you don't even have to pull out your axes you just two shot the the, the fort and that's it you know what i mean you just pop and you just pop yep. ctg on it it's over um so like i again removing defensive structures not only does it i think that was a good thing for t1s because it made t1s really forgiving like you mm -hmm. could mess up as a guild like really badly and still mm -hmm. get your flame towers back up and still like mm -hmm. okay well at least the flame towers were firing it teaches you basic concepts okay defense can't be watching so much hentai that they're not paying attention to the flame towers you know what I mean? Like you can't it, have one person on defense. You have to have your structures manned. Right, like... right. The structures have to be manned just in case you get hit in the back, right? And like the structures get defense felt meaningful. Now there is no defense, right? It's yep. literally just one guy, I guess, that's just gonna run around the fort, and then it's like, hey, we're get we're getting hit. But like, hey, mm -hmm. guess what? The fort is dead before you can even get back to it. There's no forgiveness. It is over. There are and no then... second chances. And then there's no recup centers. So do I have reduced spawn timers on T1 or do I just have to suffer with the atrociously long spawn timers of having no recup centers right off the rip? <laughs> Tiltus, you silly, <laughs> you silly goose, you. They hate stalemating. So the, the solution to not having stalemates is to just remove flame towers. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. No more flame towers, no whole watches. Wipe them one time. It doesn't stalemate anymore. You won't get, you won't, hey, don't have to deal with long spawn timers if the node only lasts for eight minutes. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just, this is like, the more I read into this, the more and more like ham-fisted it actually becomes. They were I, just like, I don't we're changing understand. node wars. We're making it better for new players. Boom. And it's There's, just like, okay, you just like, you so miss much all worse. the nuance of PVP. Yeah, new players, some new players, like they want to jump into Node Wars, but they don't want to like jump straight in and have Blue just like teabagging them in, in offense comms because they're bad at the game. So they're like, okay, I'm going to play defense because it's like, I'm real, I'm, I'm a smart player, right? I mm -hmm. can contribute to the guild. You know, I can help with rebuilds. I can upgrade structures. I can I can man the whole watcha. And honestly, there's a lot of technical stuff that goes into the whole watcha, right? Like defense mm -hmm. has like, like there's nuance and like cool stuff that players that maybe they're not as mechanically skilled or whatever, or not yet mechanically skilled, mm. but they still want to contribute to the node war. Those, none of those skills will get learned in T1 node wars at all anymore. It will just be spawn in and I'm just going to run at them until I die, which is like, uh, like how long is invulnerability lasts for, right? Like, and then Seven they're seconds. just, they're yeah. gone, right? To somebody who's popping all these elixirs and stuff. And then they're going to spawn again, but their fort is under so much pressure that you can't regroup. There's no mm -hmm. regrouping. There's just that they have a full surround on your fort. They're hopelessly outgearing you. They're completely optimized. They're popping elixirs. They, they're actually using their guild skills and stuff. You're dead. There's no reprieve. Like the mm -hmm. only way to wipe them off before was the FTs would eventually wipe people off the fort. The whole yep. watcher would eventually wipe people off the fort. And that's how new guilds, it's like, okay, well we struggled there, but at least we got a few kills, you know, with the, like the FTCC three people. And you know, I picked up a, a kill with Voltaic. You know what I mean? Like that's, that encourages new players to play the game. Also, they feel meaningful when they get in the FT and they want to spray stuff. Like if anything, take away the FTs for T4s. Uh, uh, like what? Those are the things. Like, you can't get it, players bro. to be in them anyway, so it's yeah, like, like, it, like it's hard <laughs> enough to get people to go play in them anyway. You might as well just remove them and let the fight end. Um, I the, I think the ultimate problem here is they hate stalemating, and like T ones keep stalemating, 
um, and they don't want T1 stalemating. And so their solution is to just remove flame towers to in improve the new player experience. So what's a new player supposed to do? You know, they're, they're already getting farmed off cooldown. So maybe they, eventually they get into a stronger guild. Now they're in T2s. What's this flame tower? What is that? Mm -hmm. Like they, they don't know what that is. They don't know what a Hawacha is. This is not building their like, like what is that giant elf? Oh my God, I'm dead. Mm -hmm. Right? Like they don't learn any of this stuff up front anymore. It's just, they're just thrown in even worse now. And it's going to make it even harder to defend all the bases. Like now, okay, last thing we should probably touch on is they are making T2s and T3s, I believe, more tanky. Mm -hmm. Like your character will be more tanky in those node wars. You're going to do less damage across the board uh, and you will be more tanky. A lot of people are saying this is a good thing, but I will say that people say that until they experience it for the first time. And T1s, Awakening Witch is unplayable. You actually don't do any damage except with Barrage of Lightning, and that is it. And if we head towards that for T2, T3, not only will this new drop system kill Node Wars, people will hate the caps so much because they can't do any damage with the gear that they've worked on for six years that they will quit because of that. And if they don't quit because of that, it's because they haven't had a fight in four weeks. Or it's because mm -hmm. they haven't gotten a siege in two because their guild can't qualify, right? Like, it's... I, I, I don't understand like none of this makes any sense. Like like yeah. to be like like I, I don't understand. And this is someone I've I I try to see the developer's perspective. I have thought about this a lot a whole week. That that I like that I that I read this and I was like, okay, where could they be going with this? What possible good could this have? I cannot see it. The only thing I can see is they hate stalemating and they hate sniping. And they're trying to remove those two things from Node Wars because they believe that those are what are killing node wars. Because if there's no stalemating and no sniping, people will have more fun. And I don't think that people are going to have more fun. Jay, you haven't gotten to talk at all. Hi. <laughs> well, from everything that I've heard, it seems like node war is really stressful, and I'm really glad that I did not get into it. That's all. <laughs> it seems like you guys are really stressed and sad people, and I'll be over here happy hitting away with my mobs. Let's be honest. He's like, I like my rocks. I, as I, someone I who's my rocks all day, as someone I'll whose content just, trying to get a telescope. Yeah, as someone whose content doesn't rely around PvP, <laughs> sucks to be you, idiot. He sucks to like, be you. I yeah, like. That. <laughs> like Yo. okay there's two there's two options that they can go with right they said fuck pvp we're gonna make it so miserable that no player ever wants to play pvp in this game again therefore you will go do pve and you will become jay or they just have no idea what they're doing in pvp like those I, are the options right i cannot they cannot not know what they're doing in pvp they have to know um, like they have to be getting some feedback from somewhere that's telling them, all right, we want random drops. We're going to try this lottery thing, right? Like, I, I just don't know. So what happens here? This is here? worse than the risk system that we had. Oh, don't, I would not go like, that this far. This is worse. I wouldn't go that far. The risk system was really bad because you could always tell where everyone is all the time. It what was, was rough. System? Could you explain it? Oh, so Jay, did you, you literally you were in APOC during this. You actually huh? fought in these <laughs> node wars. You were a for part viewer, of this I'm, system. I'm for the viewers who don't know, I'm just, you know, I'm just <laughs> so to be have you Have you ever played the board game Risk? Um, no. Okay, so he was raised Risk in a Christian is a board household. game. It is all the countries of the world, and basically you uh -huh. roll dice and you systematically take over countries. And you try to keep all your countries 
connected because then you can move armies around in those countries okay so there was a node war system that we had where you would take a node and then you could only fight on the nodes that were connected to that node and you could own up to 10 nodes at a time so you would try to connect all your nodes but the thing is is any of those nodes could come under fire at any time so you'd have to fight on multiple fronts at once it sounded mm. like a great idea but here's the thing jay i believe if i Uh asked okay fate if you drop on cho nation's north node and we drop on cho nation's south node i think we can actually both die in under 10 minutes (laughs) i think that i think that we can make that work and and at best case scenario only you will die Mm-hmm. and we will get our node right like so no one actually exploited that or used that at all if the risk system came out in the height of P- pvp and bdo it probably would have been good when there was just tons of fights happening all the time it probably would have been like way better but the problem was it released when node wars were kind of like dying anyways so the system was really bad um and i i blue i really think this is worse I really I, it might do. be. I don't know. It depends on the implementation. To be honest with you, I'm terrified. I'm mm-hmm. terrified because, like, honestly, like I love siege. Like, I don't really particularly necessarily even mind node wars, but I know that the vast majority of the PvP scene will quit the game um, if they can't node war regularly. Like, most mm-hmm. of them rely on guilds. The reason that they are sitting in the guild that they are in is because that guild is able to deliver at least two to three good fights a week for them. Right, mm-hmm. without them having to necessarily murk out. And if no guild can deliver that anymore, the game will go stale for them and they will simply stop playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was a lot better ways to take the burden off of leadership without literally making it... Like, okay, well, yeah, now it's much easier on leadership, but I don't feel that there's going to be any fights. And if there are mm-hmm. fights, you're almost upset because you're, you're always worried about your siege qualifier. Yep. Like you're always just you're always if you're a siege guild you're always terrified about your siege quality all the time because you're you're constantly going to get fights like even if let's say you're corrupt right let's say corrupt drops and it's not digi or cho but it's like six other t1 guilds or something and you just yep. get zerged right so you drop the next day and it's three t2 guilds so you get zerged again you drop the next day it's digital ha huh! next get next day you know what i mean like that it's stalemates and then oh the next day it's cho okay well then we just don't get to siege this week and that's like the third strongest guild in the game you know what i mean like what are you supposed to do like what are all the other guilds supposed to do i don't know i think it ruins siege but i think it also with between the annex changes make making people tankier is a good thing i'm concerned how far they went with it because like when they changed t1s it made it unplayable for some classes and that was a little rough um and I'm also concerned that, like, between the annex changes, how tanky you are, the lottery system, and not being able to tell what cap node you're on until, like, the last minute, mm-hmm. you're just going to kill guilds. Like, Solus ended up on the 55 man with Reforged. Sorry, buddy. Yep. I'm, like, not, I'm not bringing anything you're just, more exactly. than 40. Like, right. I'm, you right. win. Like, like, exactly. Like, like, it, let it's, me get my 100. It's not, you again, know? it's not a fight. <laughs> it's no longer a fight. It's a Zerg. It's no longer a fight. It's Cho's just stronger than us, right? Like, or we can't beat our base, so this is just over. Now, um, I will say that they made the medals worth it, and they added boss armor to the medals. Cool, good. Hold that up. should whoa, have been whoa, implemented whoa. like what did they do? Hold on, see three years ago. Uh, scroll down a little bit on the patch notes. They've reduced the cost for all the weapon boxes and medals, so you can actually get weapon boxes for two hundred medals instead of three hundred. 
But if you go even further down below that, they added all the boss armors uh, that you can get from metals, including Urgons, which is like still the biggest bottleneck in the game um, for players trying to get DR builds put together. Um, sure. So like this should have been implemented forever ago. And like when Jay was gearing up, maybe he would have done more node wars and then been more incentivized to actually do node wars instead of, you know, rocks. Um, so like, I, that was a good change. You're it took funny. forever, but yeah, I, I again, I, I just think I think I think we're in deep here. Like I think that if those changes cut through, and I think that the last time they released that risk system, they released it in Korea first. It completely failed in Korea. Okay, mm -hmm. so we thought it went away. Then they announced that we're getting this new reworked Node War system, and we're so excited. And it's the same system that Korea got with absolutely no changes, and they expected different results. <laughs> that, and it was a total, complete failure. We lost hundreds of players from the PvP scene. Like, like 35% of the PvP scene vaporized over the next three or four months. Right, mm -hmm. we just got an influx of new players to the PvP scene, and, and before they had to remove it and just revert it to what we had before with less nodes. And I honestly felt like, okay, well now we're in a good spot. And now they put these changes on the global labs again, and I feel like as a player base, we're like, is this on? Can they hear us? <laughs> can they? Can they? They can hear us, right? Like, there's like I. I feel like they're not gonna listen. Like I'm terrified because they've never listened to node war changes. They've just belligerently done what they've wanted to with the node war changes in the past, and without any feedback from North America, I am desperately hoping that this message reaches the the developers. That this is a horrendous idea. This is really bad. And if you implement this, we will tank the PvP scene. Mm -hmm. hard some guilds it's, will survive and it will be only because they can pull 70 people to a node war every night of the week like and and even then they're not fighting they're sniping they're yeah. getting free nodes because that's Here's what it's the gonna thing, be is like na has i would argue the best pvp scene out of all of bdo we pay 50 percent of their income well PC, na plus eu is 50 percent of their income. yeah 50% is done by NA and EUPC. By itself. Listen to us. We keep your game alive. Money. Please, God. Like, if nothing else, money is going to talk. And you know who the biggest whales in this game are? It's the PVPers that want to have the edge over everybody else in the game. Right. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, oh, dude. I don't know, man. Like, it's terrifying it's, to me. It does because, not like, look good. And, I like, when we first started talking about it, I was kind of optimistic. And then the more, like, we kind of hashed through some of these details, the more and more I'm like, she's like, this oh, is no. really bad. Yeah. Especially like, removing went, FTs and T1s. This went from being, like, mediocre at best to, like, oh, no. Like, I mean, the 1,500 NA players that exist to do PvP are gone. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about removing FTs in t1s and i don't like this has to be someone behind a desk that has never known word in their life uh -huh. they don't understand i dare you okay i want you to take those developers i want you to put them you will mark them into reforge for the night and i will show them why i will show <laughs> believe me believe me I'll, I'll make it work boys i will make them understand okay but like 
I they it, these changes are coming from people that actually don't do node wars. They're looking at a spreadsheet, right? They're looking at data on paper and they're trying to decide for us what is good, right? And this is not good. This is the um, almost none of these changes can be implemented in a way that I can see that are actually going to be a good thing. We either okay so we we didn't even talk about the ai system for it right so what if and it doesn't have to be ai if the system so does the system choose this so like let's say you put in for a t2 node and only two other guilds put it in for a t2 node and there's three nodes well does it place mm -hmm. one of you on each node or does it place mm -hmm. all of you on one node and favor the fight right like like what what's what's the option here so two nodes just go un uh, uh, untaken and then somebody gets 2 v one right like that's that's a horrendous fight um and it's and two nodes get untaken and again this is the we have the siege qualification problem right so like <sighs> it's <Brutal>. bad <laughs> tldr if you fast forward to this part in the vod new node word changes are really bad yeah the only the only Agreed. thing <laughs> the only thing that i'd like out of yeah. this hey Poor Jay, dude. <laughs> the only thing I like out of this entire thing is that the damage in T2s is going down and the defense is going up. That is T2s true. T2s are the squishiest node war in That's the right. entire game. That's right. But the thing is, mm -hmm. is like, yeah. what we've been screaming for the entire time is give us like rotating nodes so that we can fight on different zones. Give us, you know, a mixture of caps because T1 wants bigger caps, T4 wanted lower caps. Fix T2 damage because it's insane. And, like, the the player base is fine. Like, sure, you can theorycraft ways to make T1s more attractive to new players. But you don't need to kill the PvP scene that's already established everywhere else. If anything, you could make these changes in T1s and see if they're good and be ready to hit the revert button when they're awful. And I would be way more, like, accepting of, like, okay, they're going to try to fix T1s and make players like Jay want to come try it out a little bit because it's not as, you know, merciless as it is right now. Um, but changing the entire scene where the scene is, I'd say, the healthiest it's been in many years is... Oof, that's, that's big I scary. I think it is big scary. Um, okay. Um, we are past the one hour mark here. Uh, we can go to two hours talking about, I think SEA is getting a different patch than us. Um, yeah, I think this is just flat out getting a different, so we don't know what NA is really getting this week. Um, uh, but are you guys okay to keep going? I guess. Cause like, yeah, I want to get to some of Jay's stuff because Jay just sat yeah. here for an hour. Poor Jay. Oh, dude, no, you're good. Poor you're good. Jay. Jay, why don't you you're tell good. us? Jay, what is Hi. concerning for the PvE oh. players on the server this week, Jay? What What is or what is good on the server for the PvE? Good on the server. All right, um. that's enough of Jay talking. Moving on. <laughs> I did not plan for this. Um, well... There is one thing that I am concerned about, oh God. and it's about Ula, it's about the bridge at Ulakita. Has anyone oh, rode this into dude. <laughs> this dude? We are talking about game breaking, no more changes, and this dude is like, "Can you fix this bridge?" 
It really so disrupting funny. my ability to get into Ulakita. When, we when we were when we were talking about earlier while we were all at work, we were talking about like what Jay could talk about tonight. I just like jokingly put the bridge You're to Ulakita that doesn't spawn incorrectly. I fell through that once. Like I, I I'm sure everyone's fell through that once before yeah. when they were riding over, so um <laughs> yeah, I uh, uh how how is Ulakita and how has your telescope grind actually been? Have you gotten any of your parts yet and how many hours um, have you put into it? Well, I do have the exchangeable parts. I do have the okay. um the exchangeable one for the three vodkin pieces. Uh mm -hmm. I've done 35 hours so far in City of the Dead. No no telescope piece in sight. But, you know, it's sometimes I heard that was it was the harder piece to get as well the city of the dead piece over the tongrad ruins piece yeah. um so it might the be there for, for a while right? we'll see we'll see um yeah. how mm -hmm. has uh your despairs drops been so, oh you mean the yeah. not despairs the the essences, essences of, right yeah yeah I, i've actually gotten at least one per hour like i've gotten 35 essences oh, okay. three full okay. origin drops six of the elkar um drops so i've been getting pretty lucky on those so so is this a um, would this be a good PvP change? You think? Do you do you like the loot tables for the new areas? PvE change. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're okay. Like I didn't expect to get. I was expecting to like make no money here, but mm -hmm. I was not really focused on the money. Um, I do. I I was really surprised about the aesthetics of the area. I did not think I would like it. I initially said that I did not like it, but I actually mm -hmm. really liked it, and it would be kind of cool as a as kind of like a node war area. Like I, I was um, gonna suggest before, um, like maybe the thing we need to switch up to make node wars more exciting and mix things up is maybe we rotate regions. Let's say we don't do Balanos anymore, we do Ulakita, right? We, right maybe just... we don't do Serenity anymore, we do Mountains of Eternal Winter, right? Maybe we don't do Calpheon anymore, we do Odalita. And this like rotates every, I don't know, month or two or something. And then maybe that's a way to mix things up. You know, I so, just want to say that I was not the one that brought Node Wars back up. <laughs> this is not me. I do, I do, it's right. I do think there is a lot of argument that can be made for adding new uh, regions into the mm -hmm. Node War rotations, and I would be down for that. My biggest concern is that Mountain of Eternal Winter and Dragon are both very vertical zones. <laughs> yeah. um, so That's going to be the mechanic I, that people have to deal with. Right? The oh. mechanic! This is <laughs> the mechanic! Yeah, all right, I hope you all oh, got Jay, your, your pegs you in, in that T9 it, box. Jay, if they give us Dragon Node Wars, do you know what I'm going to be screaming to you in your sleep? <laughs> This is a mechanic while my witch just slams her staff against the side of the hill and gets turboed from a ranger that is like literally 300 yards above me sitting with a stick that is like like two like on this ridiculous peg it doesn't have any flame towers but that's okay cuz it's on top mm -hmm. of a ridiculous mountain no um i will you, say you know what's um go, go, ahead. Ahead, go ahead no 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 go oh me i, I was going to say you know what's a mechanic that we haven't that's in the game for so long that we haven't really explored um, too much more of was like the summoned creature stuff, like the mutant troll or mutant ogre summon scrolls. I feel like mm. if we added more variety and more availability to those, let's say, like let's say we could maybe summon Olin's Golem to the mix. I feel like that would be kind of fun to again very, mix up this and toss dude up the, and his golem scene. You know, is I ridiculous. A, I have a very interesting yes. question that kind of leads into yeah, what you're just talking about. Mm -hmm. If you could get meaningful node war items that required a ridiculous hours of grinding because you enjoy pvp mm -hmm. but yeah you could do 
I mean, you could turn into ogres, golems, whatever it is mm -hmm. that you want to do, and you could play the node war for you know a substantial portion of the time as this thing because mm -hmm. you have logged the hours into your PVE, yeah. and it is a specific thing to you. It's mm -hmm. not tradable in the market. Would you be more inclined to come do uh, node wars? Yeah, I would. I would put more effort into the war effort, right? Like I like let's say for example, you know how like we have the like, guild quests and guild subjugation quests and whatnot. Maybe mm -hmm. you could work together as a guild to. Def, you know defeat monsters in this region and then it would reward you with things you could use and utilize in node wars to mm -hmm. get the better edge you know mm -hmm. because you spent that time doing that pve content to then get that edge in pvp you know and then I that would be a way to sort of integrate the system yeah. you know i think something that would be really interesting as well as if like you could get even if you could craft j if you could craft mm -hmm guild war items from things that you get at these grind spots and then put them into the guild bank so that a pvp mm -hmm. could use them i feel like mm -hmm. that would incentivize so many more guilds to attract yeah. some degree of pve players that like to know life the game and like to just grind mm -hmm. you know for hours on end um yeah, and like would... let's say you've spent like two thousand hours at olin's and then you could drop an Olin's summon scroll, and then you could put in the guild bank, and then someone could turn into an Olin's golem. This dude. <laughs> you know what I, scares me? Dude, OnlyFans.com slash OnlyRocks. Go check <laughs> out that. <laughs> that is Jay Coon's OnlyFans account. It took only him a rocks. long time to work on it. Like, holy moly, this dude and his golems. Did you I ever get rock hard dragged things. to your base, huh? Blue? What? I got. Did it. you ever get? There, did you ever get red nose dragged to your base back in the early days of Node Wars? No, I got beaten to death by Tonkita in Velia. <laughs> <laughs> so way back in the day, when field bosses just randomly spawned, there were there was a guild that would literally go aggro the the field boss, and he would they would drag the field boss to random bases around the Node War zone, and that boss did not fuck around back then because nobody had gear. Um, oh my so god it would be really interesting if they added some additional thing that's one of the things that I've always complained about uh, with BDO the most is that we have a thousand and one systems but the systems never feel connected if you want to change node wars make it to where PVE actually feel besides just grinding mindlessly for gear feels like it's connected to PVP somehow or and the same with life skills like life scaling in my opinion does not do enough for node wars if and i know we're slowly transitioning away from node wars being the end game content of of bdo no but you could have reality... just said we're slowly transitioning away from node wars and then you could have punctuated your sentence <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is is like like you can only do so many um dungeons a week unless you're jay and you you run them for fun um <laughs> or you can only do so many boss blitzes a week before the rewards are just like you know uh, do i really want to go from my third place spot to my first place spot if the guy has got 10 seconds on me and i've really got to like min max the crap out of this some players yes but like the vast majority of players would be like third place is good enough for me this week you know um so I would really like if they would connect the systems. If they're looking for a way to change up Node War, I'd rather them connect the systems together so that it felt meaningful to do these other systems in the game and then go do Node War rather than just each system is its own separate entity that now you're trying to balance around. Oh my god, let's say you beat Gumiho and then you can summon Gumiho in Node War. <laughs> 
I, dude, if you oh, if they introduce shit. anything I like thought... that, I am a rank one Gumiho every single week. I, I thought Jay was gonna say, "What if you could beat Gumiho and then you could turn into a rock golem in Node Wars?" <laughs> I was like, "I swear, God, if the if he wraps this into a rock golem one more time." <laughs> but I'm not kidding. Like, if they added stuff like that, like me personally, I'm going to go grind out rank one Gumiho every week. You know what I mean? Like, that's awesome. Mm. I'm gonna poach Jay from whatever guild he's in and make sure that he's in my guild so that I can have my, you know, Gumiho every single week. Um, well, I think so that... Oh, I, oh, sorry. Um, I think that arguing for the PvP, VE stuff, we've done this. Dude, I don't, like, I don't know if it's ever coming because it didn't work in Destiny 2 and I think that Perlibus yeah. really does look at Bungie a lot to see, like, what yeah. they're doing so that mm -hmm. they feel their game competes a lot with, with Destiny. And I, I agree, but, like, at the same time, like, the the heavy-handedness of which we get the Node War changes and the PvP changes, like, I'd rather them connect the game more together than just throw out these random patches that we sit here and mauled about for an hour. Like, I'd much rather them be like, okay, we're introducing, if you're rank one in the boss blitz, uh, a week next week you get one scroll of whatever boss it was that you're rank one in and then you can summon it during a node war i'd much rather be sitting here talking about what the implications of that could be and then jay's able to be plugged in and then our systems are connected and it's not two pvpers sitting here for an hour talking about node war changes <laughs> Dude, you I know am, what i mean in like fairness, i understood everything is, don't worry i am <laughs> mr positivity when it comes to like the developer changes and stuff i've been accused people have unsubscribed from me on youtube because they feel like i am too positive about black desert i'm not joking i can show you the comments it's a it's a joke <laughs> It's a joke. I am literally Mr. Positivity. I, I'm typically, I'm always trying to see things um, from the developer's perspective. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is pretty good for the game. But I, th I do think that there are times when like, if you see bad changes and you don't open your mouth, uh, that's mm. how you get a bad game. Mm -hmm. Right? If you see, if, like if you consistently support bad changes, it's uh, that's how you get a bad game. Like I, 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 I support mm -hmm. the guild deck changes. We're just never gonna get those apparently. Like I, but like, oh, you, your microphone actually was too good. It didn't pick up anything that you said. There. Oh, good. The noise gate was too loud. I said, good. Good. <laughs> I was the one guy on the podcast that was like, no, don't do it. Yeah. Sit down. Apparently they liked my voice. Happening. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I take full credit for that. that was <laughs> Fuck everybody else. I hate it. Um, um, but yeah, no, I think that like. Uh, as far as Node War, like Jay suggested, Node War regions, I didn't get a really chance to, to touch on mm. it. Um, I don't think rotating regions is a good idea. I think that if you try to limit everybody to the same region, you end up doing what you did in the risk system. Mm. It's just not good. And then you end up on, like, they just forget about it, and then you end up on Comma for six straight months. Mm. You know what I mean? And then you end up, and then you're <laughs> like, oh, thank God, we're on Calfion. And then you remember so quickly why you didn't like warring on Calfion. And then you go to Medaya and you're like, oh my god, there's just twigs everywhere, man. You're constantly stubbing your toe and there's little rocks twigs. everywhere. That's it's... the mechanics of Medea. Is that, if you say is... mechanic one more time, I'm actually going to strangle you in game. Do you understand? <laughs> you cannot move anywhere in Medaya without running into a rock or running into a twig or running into a random little tree that's in the middle of nowhere that you're like, why is this even here? Like, oh, who put this here? You, you know what that they could do for, uh, you know how like, you, you're complaining about Balanos and like safe zones and whatnot? Mm -hmm. What if... 
Oh like, God. You know, we were talking like mechanics and stuff. What mm-hmm. if they made the fight not on the land, but on the sea? It is a coastal region mm-hmm. and we could. Mm-hmm. Include yeah, no, I have another good idea. No, I have another good idea. No, I have a great idea. Hold on. I have a good idea. What if, what if, what if we made Kron Castle a safe zone too? And then you could place a fort inside of the safe zone so that that guild could never die. So as long as we're trying to get all of these bad bad ideas out in the open i figured i would throw mine out there too okay there's there's so many like better ideas than slamming node wars into the dirt like all right you know what would make me more excited about this they did some kind of like naval node war system where you're out in the middle of the ocean and you know like there's boats out there and the boaters can go do their thing i'd be way more excited about that change um like there's so many other things that they could do honestly I think I'd be more okay with no node war changes in our current system than the node war changes that are currently proposed. <laughs> like, they're that bad. Dude. I, like... Uh, it's kind of scary. I will say that, like, Jay, you proposed, like, okay, what um, new node war regions could we do? Dregan, get the out of here. Mm-hmm. Mountain of Eternal Winter, get the <laughs> out of here. Um... <laughs> uh, Land of the Morning Light, get the fuck out of here. Um... No, I want Odie. the middle of bamboo. Odie would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I think the only mm-hmm. region that they could feasibly do is Odalita. Would have some interesting node war zones. But again, there's going to be cancer zones in there too. Also, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. there could be some killer base spots on the Crypt of Resting Thoughts node, and we would never know because our base builders <laughs> would never be able to get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you have the whole guild trying to get the port down inside <laughs> Inside the... All right, you five are on this door. All right, guys, you five we're, are on that door. We're CTGing to the fort, and you CTG yep. in, and you're like the white woman on the couch, and all the mobs just turn, and everybody just gets a PV, a quickie PVE death right before nowhere. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's so many other things that they can do. I I still think that PVE uh, nodors or PVE siege would be incredible to be added to the game. That would plug Jay in immediately. I, like that, that right there would just, you could just remove Node Wars altogether and give us that, and I would be okay with that. I know a lot of mm. players might get upset about that, but like, yeah, I don't care about them. I think that like, if you gave mass PVE um, to BDO, I think it really would just kill Node Wars basically, but I don't care because mm. it would be such better content. I would rather plug in the 100,000 players that are currently playing that don't do Node Wars, to be honest. I enjoy my Node Wars, but if you gave me a PvE Node War and I could plug in with, you know, hundreds of, you know, tens of thousands of other players to do stuff, that would be cool. I would love that kind of content. Um, Um, Okay. There was was one uh, mechanic that um, I wanted to bring up that we haven't utilized in so long. And it was a mechanic involving renown, if you remember. Uh, it was stop, um, stop, not, stop. Not, no, okay. no, no way. Explain. No, stop. Oh <laughs> my god! Game of twenty twenty three. Here we go. Go ahead. Jake. Hold on. Okay, let me explain. Okay, there was a mechanic in the regions and notes called fame level, and that was mostly tied to renown. But renown's gone. Right, renown's mm-hmm. gone, and so that fame level, if, if, if like for viewers out there, if you if you have BD open right now. 
open your world map and then hover over the region the fame level is still there like it's still a mechanic in the game and then what if we could reuse the mechanic i was thinking maybe we could utilize the fame and reputation system they had implanted a long time ago right Okay, and so again, what's your right through now? But that was all right. Going. All right, and before so I was thinking of how go ahead, go ahead. yeah, no, no, go ahead. before I rip you how up, how it could be made useful you, yes. again? Yeah, okay, go ahead. Is mm -hmm. that like if you raise your reputation or fame, it mm -hmm. would maybe make it easier to level up nodes, maybe unlock some knowledge or region specific quest lines, maybe even reduce contribution point investments for nodes for that region if your reputation was high, and then you could do this through various things like amity questing knowledge maybe owning a, a a node or region and that would also raise your reputation and so um i was thinking we could start reusing those things again you know reuse and recycle to make it useful in today's bdo you know uh yeah i thought you were going in a pvp direction with that so like <laughs> you like well, i mean I, the whole time it, it, i'm it waiting was... for the base to drop no. you know and then he's like yeah you can level up your contribution i'm like what no. You can you can invest I, well, in nodes if you if you owned like if you owned the region it would raise your reputation with them and that mm -hmm. that would be like the tie in that would be the integration is so that you raise your reputation high enough so that it when it becomes level five all of the nodes in there would just cost one CP you know mm -hmm. and you would save CP because BDO is growing and growing and growing and growing and we our CP and it's that, kind of hard to get CP nowadays so that is actually a really good idea not that i'm surprised that jay came up with a really good idea i was just surprised that i didn't hear the word rock or golem anywhere in the idea so that's actually me, an amazing me, idea let me iterate on your idea for a moment what if mm -hmm. i i believe there were five levels to fame if i'm remembering there was yeah there was level five so what if level one through four was account bound right and mm -hmm. as you progress through the like maybe doing the msq for that zone is one level okay so now you have level two grinding so many mobs would be you know level three or whatever and then you know uh, doing like a certain number of quest change in the zone or you know am amity with certain people or whatever some combination of these things would get you level four but the only way you could actually ever reach level five it would be a temporary thing and it would be if your guild owns the region and then for that week you have level five and that kind of ties in the already existing castle buff that exists mm -hmm but also allows you to have that boost of like oh now i'm a level five fame region for the entire region mm -hmm. um like that is a perfect idea in my opinion because then it ties in all your systems again um but then only the people that like get it like get to own the region um like actually profit from that i liked jay's idea because like then you have a reason for like this cross progression where like, okay, I want to level up all of my nodes. I'll say it. I'll just come out and say it. I want to level up mm -hmm. all of my nodes in Odalita so that I can do rock golems more efficiently with better CP. <laughs> okay. Yes. Right. Like that's just an example. Yes. You know what I mean? Or, okay. Mm -hmm. I want to level up all of my nodes in, um, Serendia or in Calpheon because mm -hmm. there's so many nodes that I want to take in Calpheon and now they all only cost one CP. Right? I mm -hmm. think that that would be a great way to like modify the CP system, allow people to have more workers. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Like allow more uh, resources to come in on the let's marketplace. I love have, it. Let's say you have level five region. It would also uh, give you more yield on any of the nodes inside of that region too. Then you can tie in the node, more, node empire as well. So yeah, I mean, maybe you're, wherever you farm, you're farming as well here. You can integrate farming as well. If you have a region that's level five, your your crops just grow faster in that region mm. as well. So there's so many ways to tie in 
um, yeah. the region fame, and I wanted I want them to bring that back. So yeah, I I forgot that was even a text box under the region thing. To be completely mm-hmm. honest, oh, it doesn't work anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah, it used to only it's work with so, Renown, but yeah, Renown's it's just gone, so, so old that I completely forgot. It's about really it. old. Yeah, yeah, I thought Jay was gonna be like, "What if no. we had these? What if? What if we had this this system I that it gave you more gear okay. for having a higher gear score?" <laughs> never, so I thought, never, ever again, never again. The dark days. What he thought? It, what he was gonna suggest? What he was suggesting? The um, like the the region fame. What region fame used to be mm-hmm. is it used to increase your stats. Right, mm-hmm. like your AP and stuff, and mm-hmm. I was—I yep. thought you were going to suggest increasing your sets. No. What if we gave all of the veteran players in the game like five more sheet AP, and then none of the new players mm-hmm. could profit off of it for the next six months? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, thought that's man. the direction we were going in, right there. Um, okay, um, I kind of want to talk about. Did you guys see the Valkyrie changes in the global labs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, yeah. Tiltus, you were a Valkyrie main. I'm a, I was a Valkyrie main for like six months or so. That makes us both experts. Uh, Jay, do you know anything about Awakening Valkyrie? Uh, I do know that they were really good at one-shot spots because you just held two buttons. Mm. But from what I was told, you can't do that anymore with these changes. Yeah, it no go right. no more. No more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It no go. The Valk train is gone. That's right. The Valk train is gone. There was a lot of people complaining my chat about that. And I was like, if that's the reason why you don't want to play Valk anymore, maybe just, you know. Well, there's some pretty Valk. big PVE changes in here that are like <laughs> mm-hmm. just objectively mm-hmm. buffs um, mm-hmm. overall. Um, and then there's like this new Hostiludium change that I'll, I'll be honest with you, or this Mortal Rush. I think that's Hostiludium. Um, mm-hmm change that it hostility goes like way further now but and is super armored the whole time but like um honestly there's all of these big pve changes and everything in here but if you scroll down there's like this one line in here in this ocean of information it says stamina consumption changed from 100 to 200 for promptness mm-hmm and it doesn't recover anymore and it doesn't recover stamina while using the skill anymore Yep. And I can't emphasize, so for people that don't know how Valkyrie works, promptness is a skill that allows you to get back into Awakening. It's your primary pre-Awakening to Awakening swap. It's also the reason that you see Valkyrie's noob jump all the time because promptness is on the space bar and you have to hit it really fast after the skill. Uh, if you wait too long, it actually noob jumps you a little bit. But promptness is kind of like your go-to. I'm, re- I'm instantly back at Awakening and casting skills from pre-Awakening skill so you're always using promptness probably like mm-hmm. two or three times in a combo um changing it from do, do you feel that's a little heavy-handed there tiltus or do you feel like these are all just still buffs and that's just kind of a you know whatever so the big the reason promptness is is getting gutted is because space right mouse button because of what jay said earlier promptness is the skill that you use for the valk train that's what you use to hold down two buttons and run around the map um so I can see why they're changing it. Um, the problem is, is that I was never a good pre-awakened Valk like I was a good pre-awakened DK. So I didn't touch pre-awakened much as Valk. There was a couple of movement skills that I would use, and the, obviously Celestial You spear. never used like Sharp Light and Counter and Not, just Counter, counter Forward Guard counter is a good skill and occasionally in 1v1s you would use shield throw as well um but like most of the time in pv 
P, you spend a bulk of your time in Awakened, uh, especially if you've got good super armor rotations uh, or you take, you know, the super armor on, um, I can't think of the name of the skill, the stab the ground, the three stab. I can't think of the name um, of the skill right now. Yeah, I don't, I, like the little, the pokey stab, down LMB. Yeah. So you have two, you've got mm -hmm. one that's a big stab and then you've got one that's a three stab, but you could add super armor to the three stab. So you would have just this infinite super armor rotation on Valk where you could Pesti basically never get hit. Pistagio. What, what, yeah, whatever. Yeah, what, what, whatever yeah, 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 that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, I think all around the board, I'm really excited about the movement change to get a, a mega dash uh because movement was one of the harder things to do on valk and i hated it so much because it required a lot of button presses to be good at it and i just was not a fan of that i understand why they're changing promptness i feel like there was probably a better way to do it um than just like gutting the skill it's i mean you do use it literally all the time i mean even even if you do the little iframe wiggle on valk you use promptness so it's a pretty big change. Uh, it's going to change the way I think Valk plays entirely just by making it not regenerate stamina while casting it. Um, because you can't do the Valk, you can't do the iframe wiggle anymore, which uh, nine out of 10 times will get you knocked out of the skill. But the one time that you use the iframe wiggle and you dodge a CC, you feel like a god. Um, I'm more concerned so that you're just dead. I think that because you have to use promptness so frequently in your. Mm -hmm. in your kit it, like it actually harms valkyries that know how to play valkyrie yeah mm -hmm. they wanted to get rid of the the okay we're just gonna turbo run around and hold like forward rmb or whatever the you know forward spacebar or whatever it was mm -hmm. um and just run around centaurs forever like there were so many better ways to do that without potentially fundamentally ruining uh like the class as a whole i like pr the promptness change is kind of scary to me the rest of the changes are pretty good in PvE and everything, but like as far as PvP goes and like the overall movement capabilities of the class, I think they kind of just tanked it. They mm -hmm. gave Hosty like a, a lot more movement, but like that's it. That's a one way trip. Yeah. Right? Like you're not coming back out of there. Yeah. The um, I, the, honestly, the iframe wiggles the thing that bothers me the most out of all that. I don't know if you ever used it. It was left or right, left mouse button, followed immediately by a spacebar. Um, yeah. And you could do a little iframe wiggle because you have like a quarter second iframe on your left to right uh, left mouse button. So it was really fun to do, especially if you're like standing idle or like waiting to engage or something like that. A lot of times what you would do is you could like you could hosty iframe wiggle, you know, and and promptness and get a little bit extra movement and then cast your combo. It was a really good pre-engage tool. Um and it didn't cost stamina, so you could spam it a lot, um, especially if you want to reposition around a fight quickly, too, because it is a you know a left movement or right. I always do left. If you ever fight me in a 1v1, just know I always go to my left. Um, I, I can't hit the D key and do it at the same time. My brain doesn't compute. Um, so the promptness change is huge. I really like all the other changes um, that they added. Uh, it's just damage up basically across the board. Uh, PVE is going to be really good with all your awakened skills now. So like, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, it allows Valk to probably get into upper end spots a lot easier. Because that was one of the big things with Valk is like, you could do upper end spots, but you had to do a lot of work to kill mobs at upper end spots. That's why it was the, you know, the train, you know, go run around yeah. centaurs right. class. Um so I I like all the other changes. My favorite change is the wave of light. Beautiful. 
Wait, yeah, what is no that? What, what did Wave of, that? To be clear, Wave of Light is the big vacuum. What are they giving the yeah. vacuum? Uh, so the vacuum is now an Instacast. It no longer charges. Oh, huh. good. Yeah. Because there's nothing... Here's the problem with Wave of Light, and this was the biggest problem. This is one of the biggest problems I had, and this is one of the reasons I stopped playing Valk. The startup of Wave of Light for about the first half second that you cast it is unprotected, which is fine sometimes, but like when you're ready to drop your BSR and you're ready to do a big combo and you get hit by a stray archer arrow that come out of left field from somebody you couldn't even see on your screen, there's nothing more... like disheartening them being like i'm gonna go in i used all this movement i'm in the correct location i'm ready to do it and you go to lift your spear up in the air and you immediately get knocked down and you're like well never mind now brutal um brutal yeah um, it's, it's great when your shot caller goes tilt us go 100 percent, and you're like okay here i go and then you no, run i'm in definitely there and you in there on your back. you're laying on your back yeah I'm de it's definitely me dad i'm in there don't worry about it <laughs> yeah uh, uh, all right did um, you guys see the the, the wizard changes too uh, I didn't look through the wizard changes because staff classes do not interest me. So Okay, so Jay, you saw him, right? Hi. Yes. All right, Jay, what do you feel about the wizard changes? They look good. They look great. I think they addressed a lot of um the issues they had, uh, especially with um um the multiple magic arrows getting all of it has two hits now. So before like when you were chaining multiple arrows you only really use the lightning one because the lightning one added two hits. And so if you were casting all the other ones, um, uh, they weren't really doing that much um, as much as the lightning one. But now all of them have two hits, like the flame, ice, earth one. And yeah, it's, it, you know, I think it adds a lot of damage. I'm not too sure how like the wizard one is going to be going because the wizard doesn't have the multiple magic arrow one. Right, because uh, it has like this cooldown reduction. I've never really played with Wizard, so I don't know how impactful the cooldown reduction mechanic is for Wizard. But definitely, the multiple magic arrow uh, mechanic has been the reason why most people who play Succession uh, caster it's Succession Witch for at least for PVE because of the uh, unlimited sustained DPS you have. And so, if you ever get a Succession Witch in like Olin's Valley with oh, the Shinies, it it's, yeah. it's crazy. Like the amount of single target DPS you have, it's it's amazing. And then they're just buffing all of it. Like she was already doing really well. Like I, I grind the Succession Witch in Olin's Valley, and she did crazy amounts of damage when they know how to press their fingers correctly because it's extremely high APM. The amount of high AP. If you thought Succession Witch with just speed spell was high APM, imagine it with Shy um shy buffs hmm. it's it's just it's like it breaks your fingers what and, if um the one <laughs> the one hour that i grinded with my succession caster they they couldn't grind the next hour because their fingers were tired yeah so <laughs> what if a lot of damage. and hear me yeah. out you could do yeah. the same amount of damage with mm -hmm. a tenth of the apm requirement oh wait you already <laughs> can in awakening why the do we awakening, care yeah, why do we is... even care about successions <laughs> pve it doesn't matter it's irrelevant not like it's too it's too <laughs> do, high APM. Nobody they... grinds in succession. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think most people grind in awakening because of the comfortable APM. But hey, for those who and want it's better. to um yeah, well well now with these mm. change they buffed a lot of things. They they, they, they did buff a lot of things, but awakening mm. is still better because Fisher Wave is so loaded. It's so it's good. Actually it's just so loaded. Beats, it's baked. It, it they shot three potatoes. spells into it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Like, that shit is a loaded baked potato. Yeah. Like, you could eat it and then have to go to the hospital. I mean, like, I've seen good numbers from both. I've seen really good numbers from both, uh, especially at, like, places like Ash Forest. Like, I've seen somebody do, like, 5K with a succession witch before these buffs. And so I would imagine, like, I can't imagine what they... 5K where? These 
and so uh ash forest blue no loot scroll <laughs> sorry not no loot scroll no agris and so i i, I don't know like that i'm pretty sure awakening yeah. can yeah. can clear that maybe oh, just wait. barely <laughs> can probably just clear that and again you're a third of the apm and overall sweat requirement that that's the problem with well um suck mm -hmm. versus awakening in general it's just not it, well it's two different play styles so it's kind of like whatever you prefer right that's maybe some people prefer the high like yeah. proactive gameplay and that keeps right. them awake and some people fall asleep on the low apm right it's just whatever you prefer right that's how i look, so it just makes the class look appealing to ninjas is what i heard yeah, uh, yeah, it's Duba. <laughs> Although if ninjas were gonna play a female class, they would play Kuno. Um, <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but they don't because the game is sexist, and the male version of every class is literally objectively better than the female version. Um, Striker, Mystic, Wizard, Witch, um, Musa, Mewa. Uh, what else am I forgetting? There's got to be more. Warrior, Valkyrie. I guess Valkyrie you could say is better in large scale PvP, uh, but in a one v one situation. The warrior is kind of just pooping on mm -hmm. them, right? Um, okay, there's... All right. Wizard changes are actually kind of super giga OP. I think that that makes... I don't know what that is about. It's like they changed Succession um, Zerker last patch, and they were like, okay, time for Wizard. Like, I don't understand why we're buffing some of the better classes in the game at this stuff, because it's not just PvE changes for Wizard. Uh, these are pretty substantial PvP buffs as well. Um mm -hmm. So like I I'm I'm not really sure the direction that they're really trying to go in with that. Like I don't really Wait, think Where are you that... looking for the um wizard changes? Wizard changes looking? on the on the global labs. There's like the Focus Meteor for example is getting like a very very substantial So that's for both like... succession casters if you weren't um aware. It's for both witch and wizard. Yeah, I get that. They're... But every play plays mm -hmm. wizard because it's better. Wizard is lower it, it... APM mm -hmm. and requires and and nukes harder. So everybody plays the wizard instead. So like I thought they were the same, but they just have a different passive, no? No. So wizard, okay, so succession witch has the MMA passive, um, mm -hmm. right? And then you have a slightly bigger magical wizard evasion, has... although your magical mm -hmm. evasion is unprotected. Um wizard mm -hmm. has the cooldown reduction passive, which yes. means that every mm -hmm. time you cast a skill, the other skills of that element get cooldown reduction. So you are rewarded do, yeah. for just spamming your big bomb skills. And then you can spam your big bomb skills even more frequently. So although the witch mm -hmm. feels like a minigun, the wizard is just a minigun cannon. It's just a cannon minigun. Mm -hmm. It just shoots cannonballs. Um, so like, and it's easier to play. The witch requires much more APM than the uh, wizard does. Also True. finesse. True. You know, it uh, requires finesse and stuff too. Yeah, it's, it's definitely better in PvE, but again, nobody plays Suck Witch in PVE. That's a joke. That like well, I've seen, I've seen some people. You've play seen one. Was it Belly? Exactly. Is it Belly specifically? Um, uh, it was Dom. <laughs> do you know Dom Fang? Dom Fang. Yeah. No, he's he's no. he's messed up in the head too. Like I don't. Oh, I don't <laughs> know why people grind on Succession Witch. There's maybe two or three in the whole community that I am aware of. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I don't. Like I'm, every once in a while, somebody will roll up on me playing Succession Witch. Uh, for the ten minutes that I thought it was going to be a good idea before I switch back to Awakening. <laughs> Like, never mind. This is just way too much work. Um, okay, so there's um, bartering changes now as well. Okay? Oh, my God. This so is I know your that, domain. I know. I know that all of that <laughs> stuff that we talked about before in the Node Wars was more of a Jaycoon thing, but now we're on my stuff, which is the bartering <laughs> changes. So now I get to Yo, talk again. It's your time to shine, <laughs> yo. Um, so the, some of the bar they're adding new T1 barter mats. <laughs> Nobody cares. Um... 
And then, but the really big change here that I see is that they're actually decreasing the weight of T1 barter mats weight, yeah. mm -hmm. um, to 100 pounds. 100, yup. Uh, that's pretty disgusting. That makes getting mm. your Carrick like so, so much mm. easier. So much faster. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Like you don't just go overweight every single time you click the little barter button. Yep. Like yeah. this is such <laughs> a forbid, big... You hit all on the barter button and dude then it's like, over oh. it's uh, over especially if yeah. you don't have a carrot yet because you have to yep. start off as a with the, that, that's the whole was point it caravel yeah. Caravel, yeah. yeah or yeah. even worse the sailboat yeah <laughs> right i know there's some people in chat saying my balance is happy yeah that's because you're in the same my league as the sailboat happy. yeah that's oh, the no. same iq league it's as a cool the skin, sailboat though, you know <laughs> it does have a cool skin so you can buy the you can make this useless boat for two and a half months and then you can spend sixty dollars and it can look cool but still be useless or you could make a useful boat, not get made fun of by the entire community, and then spend that same $60 on a boat skin that was even better for an actually good boat. But I digress. <laughs> but like this, these these T1 butter changes, as someone with an advance with like 25, 26,000 weight on it, um, I'm basically, I, I'm just going to do one round of T1 barters one time, and then I'm good for the next like six months. I'm good to go. Mm. Um, mm. Because like I can just fill the whole boat up no big deal uh but mm -hmm. like it really is substantial for people that are just getting into bartering for the first time hashtag boat guide mm -hmm. um i did just make a new brand new ocean and boats guide do you think for they everybody should reduce the weight for the other levels or keep them at there because i feel like it could, it could reduce maybe oh god know, like, no no you can't no, do that you oh my god that would be oh my god advanced users no, everywhere <laughs> would literally lose their minds if you decreased the weight required for like t5 and tier 4 trade goods they would be like why did we even bother right now advanced is objectively the best boat you know why because they came out with the panok sun and they were like this is going to be a combat boat with super fast rechargeability and infinite sailor slots and the advanced users are like <laughs> <laughs> because the valor everybody that built a valor and avante is like what the hell <laughs> you know what i mean like their their boats are just way less useful now but the advance still has a super like a super useful thing i will say that like yeah no changing the other barter mat this strictly helps people get into bartering because t1 mm -hmm. barter mats will be easier like it'll be easier to wrap your head around never mind the fact that there's like a hundred million items um that you have to like know what they do and like figure out how to get through but mm -hmm. again everything ocean and boats guide um like yeah this just makes it way easier but they can't change any of the other ones because if they did it would offset the balance of the four characters. Mm -hmm. um but yeah are there well, any other the three oh, characters and then the one that nobody talks about yeah no <laughs> you can build an advance um a valor a volante and a mistake those are the four boats. Has it been long enough for somebody to have crafted the Penoxon already? Um, not quite, I don't think. I think we're like two or three weeks out still, technically, if you were doing your weeklies every week. And I was on mm. it for like most of the time. And then school and cross country started, and I was like, oh yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I even have an alt that's out there to do it. I just can't. There's just no way. I can't get there. What do you have to do again for that? Don't you just have to kill some pirates or something? Yeah, you just have to. You basically just have to sail out, kill some pirate ships, and sail back. It's really easy. Mm -hmm. It's a joke. I just don't have all the time in the world. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just like the T10 um, weekly. Oh, I'm so sorry. I already have a T10. I can't be fucked. Um, <laughs> Did you see they're adding a um, Dream Horse armor? 
to the game, like a specific T9 I T10 saw that they added a new $60 requirement to play the game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, like you guys saw this, right? Tiltus, did you see this? No, I didn't, I didn't Wait, see which it. one? Can you link it? The yeah, horse. Yeah, there's there's brand oh, new the, horse the, outfits. Yeah. Horse armor. Oh, yeah. There. I, Let me see if I can grab the, cl the clip of it. Dang it, I have to scroll up. There it is. I'll put it in chat. Yeah, grab it for me. Well. There we go. Yeah, so there's this brand new T9 horse armor. How much do you think this stuff's going to be? Uh, maybe the same price as the other horse armor. That's my gun. So like <laughs> two 2,000 pearls, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Jay. So Hi, much Jay. Is the, how much is Am the carrot uh, skins? The carrot again? skins 60, are 60, right? $65. 60. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think I know what price these things are going to be. Yeah. Because they're going to have special animations and stuff. So we're just going to jack this up to... Oh. The, um, the one looks I think so it's gonna good. be. Uh, I think it's gonna Dine be thirty animation. Did you see that one with all floating around? That looks pretty cool. <laughs> I think it's gonna be thirty dollars a skin. So you're looking really? at ninety dollars okay. in the hole off the top, boys. Because I have one of every. <laughs> I have one of every Dream Wars. We'll like, sell it in a pack, and so we'll save money, right? <laughs> copium. That's <laughs> copium. That's right. They'll just sell it as a three pack, and we'll just rip the band aid right off. <laughs> Oh my god. He speaks they whale with me. They really good. They did a good job with him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they looked... I mean, honestly, I felt that it was kind of basic. I felt like it could have been better, unless there's some sort of animation that I'm not seeing. Right? It seemed like the at least the T10 Diné one had a really cool water animation that the original one does not. With, the, like, the water oh. floating upwards, if you see. So wait, it has a different animation if you're sitting on a T9 or a T10? Um, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody. Like if you if you um, go to 19 <laughs> seconds, if you go to 19 seconds, the T10 Denny has like these one blowing up, and I think that's only from the armor because that that doesn't usually have habit um, without the armor. Oh, well, I guess this looks like it has snow too. Actually, looking at it. Well, yeah, that one. Well, no, that's the T10 it's always Veggie. Had snow. That's the that's oh, the T10 yeah. Veggie. Yeah, I have the I have the cooler one. I like the honestly the T10 the white Peggy for the T10 has really cool effects I don't deny it at all but I will say the hooves they 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 fuck with me I like they they're too skinny and they make the mm -hmm. horse look all dainty and so I went with the the like the black mm -hmm. and the red one because it's definitely a little bit the word I'm gonna they use is show... thick but I promise I'm not checking out my horse like. I don't know if they showed the armor for the the black and red one. Maybe it's the same one that the the white one's using. I don't know. It probably is, because they they didn't show the black and red Peggy in this video. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm gonna be buying all three probably uh, when they come out. So we're just <laughs> I've already are you going for the other two? Uh, yeah. I mean, like I I have to do a T10 attempt one of these days. The problem is none of my streams actually mm -hmm. require me to play the game at all. So at some point I do mm -hmm. have to like I don't know flip the game up on my monitor and do the attempt um but mm -hmm. like yeah i mean i am casually going for it if i happen to get carried on mm -hmm. the unicorn then yeah i'll go pretty hard for the doom because then i get the little stable feature because that's juiced yeah. um i just got the um i i just finished my my crogdalo gear or my last set of crogdalo gear so i have all three sets now 
Um, oh, sheesh. Okay. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. Um, so now I can pop the earth one that no one ever has, even though it's bad, <laughs> so that we can all have the earth one all the time. Um, okay, so the last thing I kind of want to talk about, since we only have like 10 minutes or so left here, um, mm -hmm. are the current patch changes. Now, the patch notes are not out, and we're getting a different patch than SEA is this week, it looks like. It sounded like SEA is getting the the node war, or the, um, you said they're getting the guild war changes, Tiltus? That's what, that's what somebody in chat said that was from SEA, so. I would enjoy that. I, I did see that on Reddit earlier today, too. Yeah, they're getting crossplay though. Are you sure it's not crossplay? Because crossplay is different. They're like they're able to play with uh, the region next to them um, now, essentially, and they're gonna like fight each other, which is gonna be pretty cool. I'm actually curious to see if they pull anyone into the studio that knows anything about Siege um, to actually <laughs> shoutcast the event because like typically they publicize those events, right? Like the EU one was like yep. super publicized but like they had cms sitting on the desk that really just didn't know a whole lot about see they're like oh look they're doing the things they're killing each other <laughs> look at them go <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking forward to broadcasting the event myself to be honest with you it's free real estate for me um but like yeah no that like they're getting the crossplay event that they promised um okay so thailand sea crossplay changed the guild war system Reduced server, more wait time, karma now shared between family. Okay, yeah, I don't see anything about this. So there is Guild War system reduced. I don't know if that no, is No, that the... is change the Guild War system, comma, reduced server move, wait time, comma, I... karma oh. now shared by family, comma. Punctuation is so important <laughs> in the English language. <laughs> and you have to understand that some people, they just type this entire sentence and they don't realize that's, that... That's probably copy-pasted yeah, from somewhere. The people that, that are reading it... formatting and wherever that guy posted it. And then he was like... <laughs> when he posted it in Twitch chat, it was like, oh, this is not the way it was supposed to look. Yeah, they don't realize that the person um, reading yeah, it hasn't I been able to... copy-pasted. Yep, exactly. Yeah, the people that are, like, reading it are, like, passing out because they haven't been able to, like, take a breath in, like, two paragraphs. <laughs> they're reading it out yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what we are for sure getting in north america is we're getting added uh the blessing of the morning buffs to the black shrine what is that jay hmm. so um when you defeat a sun um boss at c7 it gives a plus one ap to everybody in the server for three hours and then it's plus one dp for the moon boss and 20% drop rate for the Earth boss. So the Earth bosses are probably going to be the most popular to upkeep because you get 20% drop rate that goes over the cap as well. It goes over the 300% cap. So it's going to be really, really important to upkeep that buff. I might just keep an alt there because it's some of the C7 bosses are are like a joke. Like I, I think Sangoon is one of the easier C7 and faster C7 bosses. People can bang that out in like five minutes mm. and you get an easy three hour 20% drop rate buff that goes over the 300% cap. So... Okay. Uh, people are saying that we're getting, or that um, we're getting the Cronstone changes this week. We are. Oh God, please no. They, uh, it's not. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that's a load of crap I'm because, scared. like, I'm. They would have told us this, like, CM Opie here when he announced what we were getting this week. Um, oh. would have said Cronstone changes, smiley face, or some dumb crap. Um, like it would have been, it would have made a bullet point. Like I know he would have put it there. Um, yeah. So people are saying that they, 
they put it on the BDO official, but I don't see anything on here except for the feedback, change mm -hmm. the node war changes. Um, yeah, I don't see anything on here. Um, we are getting uh, added the Margoria pirate fleet, mm -hmm. and I'm going to be honest with you, that's sick. So, uh, although I have a sub 50 that, barter alt. My chance saying that Taiwan is getting them next week, and that's been announced 913. For Taiwan at least, but nothing else for other servers confirmed yet. Okay, so Taiwan is getting it, but the other servers are not getting it. Well, Taiwan no is a passion no confirmed. Uh, yeah, no, they're getting no it. I see it right anything, here. Yeah. yeah, I see it. So Taiwan is getting the Cronstone changes, but Taiwan is already so still I... a patch. They're already a patch in front of us, I think, on the... Wait, hold up. How much are outfits on the marketplace right now? Uh, they're... 840 million currently never mind so taiwan is literally going from 840 million cron or million silver on the mm -hmm. central market to 1.6 billion on the central 1. market 6. in one patch mm -hmm. and then they are also getting the cronstone changes everyone do not open your outfits um <laughs> no one sell outfits no one open your outfits um do I cash out on, on vendor cons now or something? Or? I'm glad I have a bunch of outfits I haven't opened in like forever. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is a, this is kind of a little rough. Uh, I don't like that they're implementing this. I think, I think this is really bad. This is stupid developer changes 101. We're getting literally... So the cron ch stone changes we've already talked about are just miserably bad, right? Like there's just... There's, there's no mm -hmm. case we that can be that made worse. for... Yeah, yeah, that's dead. Um, and then now we have the node war changes too. <laughs> is this on ASMR, ASMR. are they li are they listening <laughs> jay are you there hello? hello jay not you the other one <laughs> the other one. Oh god yeah like what the hell is going on behind the developer desk man yeah so taiwan getting this is really scary mm -hmm. um i don't see taiwan i don't see the um I don't see the the guild the, the the node war I mean not not the node war changes the guild war changes the GVG changes I don't see the deck changes which people said that somebody got um I hope that we get those changes I do not want to see Grindstone changes we'll I see don't want to see node war do you changes. see on on Discord the, on Discord I posted the um uh, this the C the C patch node SCA is getting the node war system or the the guild war system change. Well, SEA is still under maintenance for me. What? Where are you getting this? Uh, this oh, is this preview, is the patch like preview. The... Okay. Yeah. Um, change the Guild War system. Okay, so yeah. So uh, so SEA is getting the change. But mm -hmm. I feel like we're not getting it because they would have told us. Because our pre-thing well, we'll says... See. Okay, so we're getting the <laughs> we'll Margoria see. fleet. Yeah, we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see. Don't doubt the CMs like that. CM Obi would never do us dirty <laughs> like that. We're getting the well, Margoria just, pirate fleet. Not... The black my, shine my changes. My guess is, is that they're going to announce it this coming week, and then we'll get it the following week. Like that's it is slow rolling the changes right now, which is interesting. They're feeling it out, you know. <laughs> added silver buffs to Ulakita and Land of the Morning Light, uh, and they also added an auto complete uh, feature to the Central Market oh, search. Great. That is good. Mm, uh, hopefully, hopefully, it's good that enough. goes on mobile too, because I can't stand having to type in the whole thing on my. <laughs> I don't have saying. time to use the mobile marketplace. <laughs> I just don't have time in my day to hey, get it out and like, stay mess on top with of those cannonballs, man. 
Cannon. You've been playing cannonballs. I am the flex lead. Okay, I don't. I'm not. Oh my God. I'm not making my own cannonballs. I'll buy them oh, from somebody I'm so else. sorry. I play main ball. <laughs> I did, Can't and then it got you. really boring, and I was like, I need to do something else. You say boring. <laughs> I say with a helmet on, it never gets boring. The proper the headwear. Straps, blue. Loosen no. the straps. I, I find that the low circulation helps with the pain. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so we have the autocomplete. The Margoria Pirate Fleet is actually pretty cool um, for mm. these changes because, like, but the problem is now we all have sub-50 barterers, so it's like, yeah, whatever. Mm. Like, I just mm. don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I, I, like I might see be, how cool it is, though. So it, it might be a good way to potentially get the Null, because it is part of the loot table to get those moss-covered maps from those fleets and from the extra... Because um, they're also adding, like, the Siren... You know the the siren with the blue hackaroos as well. I would I believe, love to see so. the siren, um, <laughs> just to visually see what they did with that. Uh, if you catch my drift, but <laughs> yo, it's supposed to be an alluring presence. That's what they said. <laughs> it's supposed to be. I want to. I legit. Yeah, we, I'm, we a I'm a visual learner. I'm a visual learner. I want to see it. Okay, let me see it. Um, yeah, we saw um, it a while ago. We talked about it. We pulled the image up. Yeah, let me let me, yeah, that was like let me go ago. grab it. I want it to be so eye catching that I actually steer closer to the rocks to get a better look at it. You know what mm, I mean? Like then it's see. we call that immersion. Okay, because then it's real. <laughs> Stop I it! Think, oh, here I found it. I found it. Here it is. It's the um, sea harpy, actually. There you go. Oh, Give that's not this. that's not what I wanted to see. Although they did, they that's didn't say that <laughs> they didn't say that um, we were actually getting the siren this batch. They just said the Margoria fleet. Oh, is it just the fleet? Oh, okay. I thought it just like um, it like bundled everything up, but I guess maybe it's just a fleet. I'm pretty sure it's just the a fleet. The fleet was different. Yeah, the fleet was different. Mm. Yeah, like you're sailing around and you get this thing, and honestly, it opened up the idea of the kraken. Mm-hmm. Which would be super cool, um, but like on the advance with a sub fifty barter, you're <laughs> 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 I'm, just to, I'm just trying to outsell these people, bro. I'm breathing heavy. I'm breathing heavy. Um, okay, uh, anything else you guys want to mention here before we wrap, wrap things up? I know we talked a lot about the patch notes tonight, but like, there's a lot going on. So, yeah. Uh, I think we covered a lot. Scary. scary yeah, no, scary it's scary time times. <laughs> it's scary times if you like PvP and VDO, man. It is what it is. Uh, uh, PvPers are normally doom and gloom. We're especially doom and gloom right now. I do Gears not get... Chilling. Well, dude, yeah, I, ears, you shut like, your up, mouth. Up. I'm literally going to have them remove your stupid little ulicated bridge. I'm going to have them remove it. You understand? No. I want you to go I'll off the edge. Over it. Don't worry. I got a T10, Peggy. Don't worry. You're an idiot. God. <laughs> Stop complaining. Okay. Um. All right. That's going to be right for the Old Moon Podcast. Uh, Jay, why don't you give us your outro first? Okay. Tilt us. He's done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I do a lot of endgame PvE content, such as Olin's Dungeons, and Netwilakita. I'm always happy to answer questions about the game. You can find me over at J of Twitch.tv slash V before the T. <laughs>
You you like so both your intro and your outro they were almost perfect and then there was always like one little section where you're like you can't handle it. Your intro was so good for like the first half of the sentence and then you hit the middle and you were like professional, professional. We're not even gonna talk about what happened at the beginning of the podcast, Blue. Relax. For like the last four weeks. I don't know what you're talking about. How many times have we done the bird flap? Like the yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. That was kind of. And post nobody even knows that that happened <laughs> the neither, neither did this conversation <laughs> uh, uh, Tiltus go ahead show me how it's done hello I am Tiltus TV I am the flex lead slash shot caller for Solace I am the DK main that has been playing for six years through all of the dark ages if you want to see some uh, uh, a decent level you know DK gameplay you come hang out with me um, I do no doors three days a week um, yeah I'm, I'm the PvP dude you're the beat, really? I'm, I'm, I'm literally. That's fine. You do, you do all your videos. Um, you, do, you do Monday Fun Days. Like you get to have fun with PvP. Oh yeah, there's no I'm, PvP I'm in Fun Day Monday. One. That's that's absolutely right. It's just a Node War VOD review. Oh, shit. Um, Node yeah. War VOD review. Ankle. It is a Node What it really is, it's roasting you for not having Krogdala horse gear. That's what it. My dude, is. you are literally driving a Pegasus around with a plus two green <laughs> saddle, what? no horse farting, and nothing else. <laughs> You're literally driving a Ferrari with like wooden wheels, like blocks. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. <laughs> that set aside. And I am Blue Squadron. We're always doing uh, super fun stuff on this channel. We have a YouTube that we post on every single day. There is new content being posted to that YouTube channel. Um, super fun reactions, um, siege content, shot calling content, uh, patch note rundowns, podcast stuff, fun day Mondays, large scale PvP guides, boat guides, all kinds of stuff. Um, so make sure you guys uh, subscribe on the YouTube and check that out every day if you're looking for BDO content that's just going to make you laugh. Um, make sure you jump in on the Discord uh, so that you always know when I'm going to be going live. Um, make sure you guys catch us. If you guys miss the podcast live and you you want to listen to it on the way to work, you can either catch it on my YouTube, JKoonVT, V before the T's YouTube. You see how I did that, Jay? It's yep. nice and clean right off the tongue. Um, he usually has his up. Didn't he say Jay twice? I did not because this is happening in post and this never happened. Do you understand? I can cut my mistakes out. But Jay, Jay is doomed. Jay has messed up every time. All the live viewers are witnesses. All the live. Go comment under Jay and Blue's video and let them know that Blue's a liar. You can catch the podcast at my YouTube, Jay's YouTube, or we are on Spotify, guys, and Apple Podcasts. So if you search for the Old Moon Podcast, you can listen to it on your way to work or while you're at work with your headphones in or whatever you're doing. It's meant to be. BDO content that you can catch live anywhere that you are. Uh, from all of us here at the Old Moon Podcast, we wish you a great rest of your week, and we will catch you next time. See ya. Bye-bye.